0: You are listening to Wolf of That Radio, the show that makes you think twice about charging the pledge manager instead of paying off the rest of your truck loan. But no, seriously, Dave Ramsey, Dave Ramsey, that bill to zero so you can snowball that into a double Kerensky. I will be your host this evening. I'm Matthew Bloodbath Barons. Joining us tonight, as always, Andrew. Oh my God, pledge manager is so hard. Crawl.
1: Good evening.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> Like, totally. Aaron, tell me who the ill clan
0: is, or I'm hanging up. Crawl, tell me now, tell me now. I need to know. Damn it. And Tommy, where the damn sunflower seeds, Kruger? Hey. (laughs) And Charles, give me the mailbag, Gideon. Hey, welcome back to
3: the show. Give him the mailbag. Give me all the mail.
2: Give him the mail. He I sacrificed. want the mail. You he can't sacrificed the mail. story. It's the mailman. It's the <laughs> mailman. He's coming to bring you that mail. There, I got my singing out. We're good for like another five shows. Uh, you should get your harmonica. No, why not? Oh, I shouldn't.
0: It's true. He plays
4: Zena. <laughs> Special delivery.
2: Oh, she's got mail.
4: <laughs> oh,
2: oh, little daddy daughter hug. That's what we need more on this show. This is a family friendly show, just not in uh, uh, profanity wise.
0: That's a junior ghost. We should bear work trinary.
2: on that. We're going to, I think well, I'm going to work on that. I think I'm the culprit here.
0: Andrew, <laughs> doesn't, you have, doesn't, she, doesn't she have a ghost bear trinary ready to go?
2: Do I have a ghost, but we've rolled one. I don't have all the mechs put together yet.
0: Yeah, proud. Okay. I am proud. I thought it's all, it all executioners.
2: So <laughs> that's, that's that's the
0: that's the six bear. So, what's
4: that's with different.
0: all
2: the memes with like the the like, I should buy more minis, you should paint the ones you have, and like <laughs> I'm seeing like all kinds of memes now of that. I'm like. Cause it's the truth. It's, but it's it's just miniature gaming like one oh one. Like you oh you will if you have all of your miniatures painted, Can you're you doing, know, the, doing, doing you're doing the hobby wrong. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like if you get close, that credit card needs to burn up and go buy like another company or battalion.
1: Dude, I have I have acquired so much stuff over the years. <laughs> that i honestly don't know what i have anymore
2: that should be the meme. A, that should be the meme
1: i have an idea in my head that i'm putting something together and go oh yeah i got one of those and i think it's in that box downstairs <laughs> in the corner by the and then have to go try and find it that's always
2: fun that's like the miniature gamer's lifespan once you finish your last piece then you die I could categorize
4: that for thirty nine ninety five. <laughs> I'm good for like twelve more years. <laughs> I truly want to just take a trip to Cincy. I, I talked to April yeah. about it, and uh, getting it on Mecca. She was like, "Oh yeah, I could. I, I I go to Cincy twice, three times a year." I was like, "Yeah, Are you going to pick up some BattleTech stuff for me?" For those have, of you who are not I in the hundred, know, I have
1: a hundred dollars in shipping on the
2: way home. Iron Winds is located in Cincinnati and the word on the street is that it's more like a candy shop where you just go in and you just pay by the pound. <laughs> so uh go visit Mecca, go to Iron in Cincinnati, give them some business and uh if you tell do tell take the, a pic- take a picture when, wench, when you're on your I way out with your sent you.
1: What? Tell the office wench I sent you.
2: Okay. Tell the office wench. I'm the office wench. <laughs> <laughs> they know you that so way? So I will tell me. Oh, and at, at Ironwinds. Ironwind. Yeah. See? See? I'm a little slow, but I pick up. Yeah. Send us photographs of you visiting. Yeah. I want, I want goodie bag pictures. I'm, that would be just, cool. Just bring a $100 bill.
4: I might be. Doing That's what more Joe. That. Dollar
1: bill ain't gonna get it. Ain't gonna get
2: it
4: done. <laughs> well, well, Joe said uh, that he brought a hundred dollar bill and he finished up his company.
2: Yeah, if I go, I'm probably walking. So out of like speaking to that,
1: speaking to that, and I, I'm jumping way ahead, and I apologize. We had somebody um so Aaron Aaron put forth, "Hey, we're doing a podcast questions, right?" I recently. Just finished ordering all of Max's equipment for his company, his 350. Oh boy, it was less. Company. It was
2: less than a hundred bucks. Damn, and that's a that's so, a lot of big vehicles. So,
1: so the reason that I bring that up is, is that you know we, we've had a lot of folks talk about you know how much does it cost, and that you should be able to again, depending upon the units that you pick and what you have available to yourself already. Um, you know, hundred and twenty bucks gets gets a three hundred and fifty army build. That's a nice three hundred and fifty.
2: That's cheap in any mini war gaming
1: hobby oh, yeah, by far. It's
2: super cheap. Well, cool. and
1: and the, and the thing that I don't think people, the thing I don't think people taking it into account is when you look at forty k, you look at war machine hordes, whatever the unit that you purchase, right? You'll have five space marines. There isn't really the customization that comes with the 350 that we that we have. We have the complete customization of the army of I want to play this unit, that unit, and this unit. And you can get that done for right around hundred bucks. I I don't know of another game system that lets you do that
0: that level. So in comparison, what is uh, what is um, Roshak putting in for his 40k annually
1: oh 40k his latest Kustos army that I think he redid I'll bet because he has a he has a guy professionally paint them because of their paint score because he's that good in 40k I'll bet it was around 16 to 1800 bucks <laughs> Miniatures purchased Dang. custom put together and a a, a Way better than tabletop quality paint scheme on it. All done by someone else.
0: So, it, listeners, if you're looking for one-sixteenth the
2: cost, go to Battletech. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to, to upplay Roche, I mean, it's in a game where painting counts. Like, it's a point. Warhammer 40K, your paint job counts towards your overall score. So, if, you were, if you're going to be a competitive player and you want to win, like, you got to have good stuff. And if you're not a good painter, well...
1: You know, we kicked that idea around for the 350 for we some did. big games, and ultimately, I think we we decided not to do that just because we didn't want to scare now, people off from playing.
2: I not saying
1: think, that well, I can't play because I don't have a great painted yeah. signatures or
2: whatever. So. Now, not saying that in bigger tournaments there won't be like the best in show uh, prize, which oh, should be a pretty good prize. Like yeah i I definitely want to do that i want to encourage people to learn how to paint and get good at it um and even if you're not good at the game like i'm an awesome player like i'm going to win a really good prize i I really want to do the best man show so that's still going to be a thing so but um where was i going um matt (laughs) conductor conductor matt get us back on the rails (laughs) So I really anyways, off the rails there. I apologize. Yeah, you did. So anyways, back what I, on the ranch. I do what I do.
0: Anyways, back on the ranch. First topic of all, I heard this story about someone getting a late phone call from who they saw. Oh, was.
2: man. Aaron, so, go ahead. So, so I, get, I get this message from Blaine Lee Pardo on Messenger. He's like, hello, how are you? I am doing fine. What is up? Not what's up. or I mean, it sounded really weird, but it's Blaine Lee Pardo. Maybe he talks like that in Messenger. I don't know. I've only talked to him a couple of times on Messenger. So I'm like, oh, but it was at 2 a.m. I was like, and so the next morning I was like, Blaine, what the hell? Is this my 2 a.m. Battletech booty call or something like that? (laughs) And he responded, he responded, I am doing fine as well. Thank you. Have you heard of CFDA? And it starts going into this like collateral federal debt Association thing, and I'm like, wah, wah, wah. Oh, all right. So I thought I'd throw him a curve. Paul was like, What clan is the unnamed clan? <laughs> and he just, and then he just, I see the little three dots coming up, and it's like, Well, you can take advantage of this whole thing. And this, and I'm like, Dude, stop impersonating people. This is bullshit. It has picture and everything. But I noticed when I went back, it was capital B Blaine, lowercase L Lee capital p pardo and i was like ah gotcha so then I had, to let blaine, I had to let blaine know and he says oh it's probably one of those guys that i, I kicked the shit out of an alpha strike the other week or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah. more like yeah. mech warrior online. online yeah most likely so that was You're good it was a good kick uh we we coined a new phrase the 2 a.m battletech booty call so now Blaine will probably start going around and just pretending to do that to random people. That would be f- <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> <That'd> be j- <laughs> I would I'm like to sell you yourself. car insurance. He <laughs> needs to put that
1: in a book as in a drop port or something like that. A guy just walks up to the characters in the book and says, hey, would you like to buy some insurance?
2: That <laughs> the, the, would be The, the, it, the, going, the it, like advertisement screen in the drop
4: ports. Like, there you go. There's your character <clears> right there, Aaron. Oh, I'm not.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, Fuck! I'm a TV personality on a shitty backwater planet. <laughs> <laughs> that would fit. I'm that, sorry. That's that fit. would fit. That would fit. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. That. True. That. Um, uh, yeah. So that's the 2 a.m. BattleTech booty call. I, I got a good kick out of that. Has anybody else seen a
0: lot of the fan base art coming around? Uh, I just noticed that they had like a, a Hell's
2: Horses TRO. Yeah, I did see some of that. Uh, I think you linked it into the Facebook page, didn't you? Yeah, because it was you know, I, I'm usually a fan of uh,
0: Matt Plog, and it was stunning to see some of the ideas and
2: imagination coming out. Like, I, didn't, I didn't see it. Fan art is is no joke. Like those guys put in some serious time and have some really really good talent. Um, you no,
1: know, Bishop Steiner's been doing a lot of work. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, a lot of re-imaging and stuff, and I really like his stuff too.
2: Yeah, and shout out to those two guys.
0: And he's totally going to be our urban Mac pilot, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: what I heard. <laughs> he earns it. He's he's made so many funny urban Mac comics that it's. But no, the, uh,
1: no, you guys, you guys are thinking of uh, the uh, Indiana one of the, one of the, Carlos uh, from Indiana Group.
2: Is he the one that makes the comics?
1: He he's the one who asked uh, Mario, I'm sorry. Mario is the one who asked to have the uh
2: the oh, put multiple it on. Put
1: units, it on. the multiple units lifted so that he could have 12 urban
0: mechs. Was that Autumn? Ah. He realized that during the podcast if one of your significant others is
2: Snoop wife, around. If a wife or a girlfriend shows up, you gotta you gotta put them on the show. Or so. fiance. I'm saying, I mean, wife. oh, My wife's been on the show rule. number of already, <laughs> and I will not
3: make her aware of that rule. Uh, so. I'm sure there's
2: ways we can get a message to her. <laughs> <laughs> I have your address. Um, but no, all like, live. like uh, I can't remember who posts all the uh, the personality uh, fan art on our on our Facebook page. God dang it. Who is that?
0: That that TRO really intrigued me because it was pulling out some equipment that is almost unseen and desperately kind of needed that you would see normally at some type of combat engineering, basic training, or tanker school. Like the bridge laying equipment tank. That would be awesome. Say you can't get, you know, your non-jump capable mechs across the canyon. Or across the river, and you don't want them being like the Jade Falcons, like laying down all their mechs across the river. You know, some of them. just Craven
4: Island. Up. Yep,
0: yep. Just a bunch of corpses and mechs laying across the river.
2: <laughs> I got to, I got to get out a quick shout out to uh, Brian Ludbetter uh, before I forget. Uh, he fixed my my Wolfnet radio uh, meme. To be accurate uh-huh. i agree with that one i'm just scrolling down the scrolling down the facebook to find that uh, f- uh artist and <laughs> came across that one <laughs> that's a good one but uh, i'll make sure
1: next t- next time i see him he's he's here in the cities i played. i have the opportunity to play with him i just have a really really hard time trying to find time with Meeting
2: up, but oh, Brian Ledbetter's played, uh in yeah, the city.
1: Yeah, he played. We we oh, meet shit. at the, at the Burnsville here. So,
4: oh shit,
2: it's because of oh, all wow. the sports. Kevois, dude, good work on that bull shark, man. Holy shit, that's awesome. I'm gonna bump that bump.
0: <laughs> that's now, good Tommy. Work. Tommy, you were bringing up a topic about the MUL.
2: Oh yeah, uh, here it is. Found Again. it. Damien Delin Damon deline here. Oh man, I, I butchered that. So, Damon so, so, so deline uh, here. every year strong suit. D E capital L E E N H E E R. Wow. deline here. Whatever. Damon, yeah. good work, man. I like yeah. those. Those are those are solid. To piggyback that tangent. Um
0: we have been having some trouble pronouncing some of certain equipment anyways. (laughs) Um, Like our latest stream was, I believe someone brought some cage.
2: Speaking of of our... We did a live episode a couple days ago. Uh, It was uh, yours truly, uh, Andrew, uh, the Minnow Curl versus Matthew, the Bloodbath Barons, in a 350 uh, domination match. Um, If you guys want to see the game played... Uh, I want to see how 350 uh, works. Uh, it was a really good, uh, really good game. Uh, it came down to the yep. wire. Yep. There were some crazy, <laughs> crazy rolls going on, but um, and then we, I think we did a really good job at the after-action report.
1: Um, you know what? I watched the after-action report today at work during lunch, and god, that was. We need to do that more often. I think personally, I think that that piece answered a lot of questions that people have been asking about 350 and construction and thought process and
2: you know even showing
1: how it worked out in the game that
2: it that was gold it really helped to have a game before it to watch and then and because of of the chat, I got I got really fancy, and I actually labeled all the pieces, and that turned out fantastic. That was really. Yeah, I was going to ask you how yeah. you did that.
1: That looked really it's, good. It's
2: on Lightstream. It's just add text. Nice. Um, but it, it really helped out. Even with the crappy video quality, it really did help out to see where what piece was where and and how it how it worked out. So, um, I suggest to uh, where I'm working on getting the Wolfnet Radio uh YouTube page. Instead of my own, but if you uh, if you just type in WNRP, I think it's somehow got labeled number thirteen. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> check that out on YouTube. Um, it's a good it's a good tutorial um, on what the three fifty games look like, how fast they are, um, and then the after action report was really good. So I was really surprised when it was all
1: said and done. It was almost two and a half hours. Yeah, because we mixed it didn't happen. feel
2: like it it didn't feel like it, it went, went by really fast well we did yeah. about an hour after action report so
1: it was a lot that was a long segment but i think it was very i i really enjoyed going back and re-listening to it and i was even a part of it so
2: yeah but so anyway check that out we'll, we will be doing more of those um we'll be doing more from the store um we usually game on thursday nights and we try to get one 350 game a night so we will we'll try to do more of that so Um, but yeah, I don't know where you want to segue in that. You want to go into Kage? We
0: we were going to Kage. 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 Yes. So
2: cage battle
0: armor, but I got yelled at. I've heard it in the past too. It's pronounced Kage. So perhaps we should have another segment that is a regular. If people come up with an almost unpronounceable piece of equipment.
2: Well, you know what? I'm going to go with that's probably how it's pronounced. I mean, Cage looks correct.
1: Hold on. Hey guys, hold on. Hold on. Oh.
2: Hold on. Hold on. We got a Sibco. Hi. Hi. Sibco Zena.
4: Hello. Hello. Hi, Who are these
5: people? Yeah, I know him.
4: We are strangers.
5: Tommy? I don't know Tommy. First. I don't know him. I know... <laughs> I know him. <laughs> okay, I don't know these two, but I know those
2: two. Yeah, that's okay. They're not weary. Okay, bye. So right,
5: right,
2: right, right. tell us about your uh, tell I, us about your ghost us, bear. Group. We gotta hear about the ghost bear unit. Tell us about your oh, ghost, bears. The ghost tell bear. Us bear
0: unit. About ghost bears. Tell us about the ghost bear unit.
1: Dude, that was so long ago and, and okay. so not in her realm right now that she wouldn't be able to speak to it anyway, so
2: fine. Anyway, that was Andrew's daughter, Zena, was all bad. of 12, 13? 11. 11. Oh, Eleven. You have a couple hence of years g- left. The, 11, going on 18. You got a couple of years left.
0: You know you're getting to be good at Battletech when you teach people how to beat you at your own game. That's the best <laughs> part. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why did, why did <laughs> I do that? Oh, I why why it has potential.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, that'd be fun. Um, but anyway, uh, so getting back to the cage, I, so I was getting yelled at on the cat on the chat by <laughs> I can't remember his name right now, but I'm like, it's oh. cage, and he's like, no, it's not, and I'm like, yes, it is, and he's like, it's ka gay, <laughs> and I'm like, that makes no sense, and he's like, well, it's Japanese, you dumbass. <laughs> I <was> like, okay, <laughs> so it turned into kind of a really fun cheers so we just every time someone mentioned cage armor we we're just Kage! <laughs> so kind of a little like tidbit. Did you
5: know
1: that i i actually have a ripper veto didn't even know i had one
2: <clears throat> so anyway did, if you're at a large convention hello if you if you're in a large convention and you hear Matt, me, Tommy, Luke, or Andrew yell, Kage! That means we're all having fun and. We're drinking for sure. Someone brought cage armor. <laughs> <laughs> I almost always will. It might not even be cage armor on the battlefield. It might just be a random Kage. <laughs> Are you wet? I'm wet. I'm lit. I'm lit. You're wet. Lit. You're wet.
4: Whatever. Um, Andrew, Andrew's lit.
0: So Tommy, go ahead and go back to your um, Emmy.
4: <clears throat> so uh, <laughs> I, I sent my uh, a new uh, AK to uh, Mr. Uh, Luke right over there. And, and we were discussing on some of the equipment that we were looking at, and one of them was the chain whip. <laughs> oh, it's not for your pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the chain whip is an experimental weapon
5: on an advanced on,
4: model. On an advanced model in the MUL. It's probably not gonna fly. That's what's probably not gonna fly. What's, what's the unit? Dasher well, well,
2: Dasher really, two four. You know, you think about it, if it's like in a in an AK, oh yeah, we said no experimental tech in AK, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the MU or one. How would the so, hell is a <clears throat> battle mech supposed to whip someone? Like <clears throat> there's no way they have that much reflex. Or is it just like, yeah, start it back here, run. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, if, it's co- a
0: dasher. if Cowboy can flip over a wall God in a damn. battle mix. really?
1: Yeah, but twelve sixteen J two 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 son of a bitch.
0: That's that's battle tech lingo for it goes fast. There's a gem, <laughs> way
2: fast. Goes fast,
4: Uh, yeah, that's why I was talking about my 8K. Um, so that's
2: in your 8K, not in your 350. For those correct. of you
4: who don't know, um,
2: maybe we should like refresh the terminology that we say. The, the 8, 8K, the 8K for us 8K is, is a. Go ahead, Matt. The 8K in itself is basically
0: the catalyst demo agents from around the world. Agree on an 8,000 BV2 point value game of four units. And you play on two maps and you just face off one on one. And then the teams will consolidate their wins, losses, and then there's a winner.
2: But essentially, it's classic Battletech. Oh, yeah. Yep. 8,000 points, uh, four mechs, two sides, two map sheets. Well, man, good luck good luck. It, it doesn't have to be 4 max. Yeah. It it, be, oh. It can be I more. Thought, I thought it had to be 4 max. No,
1: man. There's, oh. there's there's rules that I have, because Really? A,
2: a construction oh. rule. Oh. You mean, anyway, really? I
1: know. I've sent it to you
2: both multiple times. It's classic <laughs> BattleTech, <laughs> man. I don't listen. BattleTech, actually. This Dasher 2's got an overheat of 2 as well? I don't
0: so know all those rules anyway. anyway. I know.
2: It's, wow. it's really it's but all anyway it's so, when we, so when we say 8k that's what we mean we mean classic battle tech 8 000 points uh bv 2 uh when we say th- 350 uh we're talking alpha strike 350 points um, mixed combined arms unit for alpha strike so i might have to get one of these there's a little gloss
4: <laughs> there's there's the coach glossary Great. for you right there thanks a lot matt yes. i was keeping that gem in my pocket Oh <laughs>
1: that's a real sacrifice It's out, it's right out now, dude. That's a it's, nice mech. I know. Now.
4: Did you see <laughs> it it has
0: hardened you, armor as you well? You told me, you told me to add it to the show
4: notes. It's got I hardened know. armor as well. <clears throat> yeah, it has hardened armor as well. So how many points is this? Uh
1: Matt that has the crit resistant armor as well.
0: Yep. How many so points? you just see. have to hit it with a showgun. How
1: many points? Yeah. Standard point uh standard Go pilot is 29 points. Yep. It's a gem. It is a gem.
2: Yep. Now, we'll see.
1: It's four armor, one structure.
2: Ooh, <laughs> hard pass. So, hard. glass
1: cannon. <laughs> but get this get the specials. Case, crit resistant, IF1, melee, triple strength monomer, and has jump strength one it moves at
4: 1216j 16j <laughs> it jumps it shouldn't get hit anyway <laughs> if it jumps it's going to be a 4 tmm to hit him at any range
0: yeah so so if you're jumping in classic and you miss your piloting skill roll no it has it has a we- tmm of
4: 2 you <laughs> jump It <laughs> one so that's 3 on. And then jump strong one is an, another additional one, so it takes four to hit him when he jumps.
0: Yep. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's called a solid speed bump. And then he whips you. Well, <laughs> it's just, it's it's just it's melee. Just, it's the
1: whip, the whip is melee. So with melee, at so your your melee range becomes two inches instead of one.
2: This is a Fenris.
1: Uh, Dasher two. Dasher
2: four. two. It's a okay. 40, 40 ton mech. It is now renamed. The GIMP. So,
1: so here's the deal, right? A triple strength will two, help that. Seriously, nothing on that one? With melee God. and TSM engaged, you have a medium mech doing four points of damage of physical attack.
4: Yep. That's that mech that I had uh jump on your back, Matt. That you uh, alpha striked. Pretty much. You. Yeah. Yeah, I I overheated and then TSM'd. No love for the game. No, I'm gonna and put it, two, of <laughs> two of those in the cart.
1: Two of those in the cart. You guys don't understand. I keep building carts and iron wins, and then when
2: it gets to be a hundred bucks, I order it. It's Christmas time, baby. Yeah, just it's export like $14. Export
4: that list. <laughs> What's that? I think it's only like $14 a dash or two.
2: Oh, hey, on iron ones, you got a
5: birthday
1: 12.95 your price.
2: Yeah. You got a birthday coming up. You might have to export your cart. There, I answered Tommy, that question. Are you eating a pickle?
1: He's been eating a couple. I bet you he's okay. eating a martini. Is he drinking a martini or he's, or done, you got, he's
2: uh, just dunking the pickle in the martini? <laughs>
5: ah, he does. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's Nothing the beauty of a keto diet. It's going to be a good night, bottle of vodka and a jar of Vlasic. <laughs> no way, I'm, I'm on gin. Oh, G- oh. I'm sorry. I'm on keto. I'm on keto. <laughs> hey, keto! Pickles
0: and gin.
2: Oh, man, I need to be on that diet. That sounds like a great diet.
4: I had prime rib today, too. Ooh. Dip that in gin, too, or... <laughs> i want but why would you want to ruin
2: primary oh, uh,
1: oh snap speaking of iron winds and new things
0: i knew Prime i was Rube looking bring it
1: through i was looking through <laughs> 3145 tro and i ran across the scarecrow yeah the 40 ton mech based off the Vulcan, and the notable pilot that's in there is they have a black ops group that is specifically running up and down the fedcom draconis combine
0: border. border
1: border thank you and just wreaking havoc two scarecrows and two volupes so i ordered four i was going to drop those guys on <laughs> you sometime just to, just to have some fun so Olé. look up the volupes it's a it's that's a fun piece hmm. that could be a lot of fun
2: we're giving
4: out all kinds of gems today yeah so the other uh uh thing that i was talking with luke about not just the the dasher two with the chain whip was the um the artemis five um unit fire
0: control system fire control. why don't, unit.
2: Why don't you ever have like the old units with like artemis two
4: or three there yeah, I don't, don't want to Artemis,
0: There was only Artemis four and five.
4: Tommy, what unit? Viking two C. Oh <laughs> God! Look, have like a
0: backup. an alpha, alpha, <laughs> alpha strike. That thing is a beast.
2: Oh, it, it's, <clears> it's, <throat> it's, it's a knuckle eat. dragger.
0: It's a knuckle dragger. But look how much armor it has. Count them. Count them. How many circles armor?
4: It's full. Did four, you did six, you know that the, eight, the 10 like 13 12, or something 14
1: 16 17 armor two, four, six, seven all
5: structure
4: all day here's another it's, thing it's a 76 point mac dude <laughs> yeah well, i'm not looking <laughs> at the, 350 i'm looking at 8k eight, eight the ak so, so it's still a lot of points so it has two lrm 15s with artemis 5 two lrm 20s with artemis 5 and then some other weaponry. But it also has uh, hard, hardened armor. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's 30 armor points in each arm and leg. That's doubled up to 60, 60 armor for each uh, limb. And then including the head... Which means it could take a PPC to the face and still survive.
1: <laughs> so we True played a heart game. And armor. I think I've told this story before. Max, we took Transformers. So they had these little plastic transformer minis that came that went out. Max is a big Transformer guy. Well he went through and converted all of the Transformers to Battletech stats. <laughs> and we played a battletech game using Transformer minis in the custom sheets that he made. I was running Grimlock, and Grimlock had a mace. No, I'm sorry. Megatron was running, and he had a mace. I was running Grimlock. Megatron hit me in the face with hardened armor, 14 points of damage, and he just shook his head and said, all right, what's next? (laughs) 14 (laughs) points to the face, and it didn't breach the armor.
2: Yeah, all day. That's impressive. Pro tip, if you're running a Viking 2C, you put him in the corner of the map, And you put a dice that says six next to it because he ain't moving,
4: (laughs) and then he gets negative one modifier. (laughs) So so Artemis five is a uh, it's easier to hit. So it's minus one to attack on your attack rolls, plus three on your plus three on the cluster roll. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, eat eat your heart out, and And then fire with the hardened armor. You have to roll a 10 or higher to have a crit on him.
2: If you get into. Oh, that's internal. how they do that. Okay. Yeah, that's how they do hardened armor, yeah. That's 70 missiles in the air, dude. Dude,
1: battle value is 2780.
4: I have him at a 3 4 in my 8K. Shoot, might as well.
1: Be a little bit more then. He what? has a
0: whole uh,
1: TMM, either walking or running, of one. He either moves three.
0: Or four. <laughs> so, so you said what was his? Uh, what was his PV? PV, PV is
1: twenty seven eighty.
4: At 34 is oh, PV is, PV is 76. seventy
0: yeah. Well,
2: there you go. 76. You can run at least two of them. Another, <laughs> another coach glossary moment. PV stands for point value, and that is indicated as how many points in an Alpha Strike game. BV. Is two. battle value, and that is how many points it costs in a classic Battletech tech game. And you will arc-
1: realize that Aaron went into his show host, <laughs> uh, his show host voice there in indicating a definition is in front of
2: you. This, this is one of those <laughs> da, 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 and you see the little star <laughs> go
3: across. The more you know. The more the you more know. The... <laughs> well,
4: I tell you what, Aaron. That gives you more ammo to be that info guy on Blaine. Fuck Seckler. you, Blaine. I don't want to be a TV personality.
0: This coming in just now.
2: Don't do it. This is Harry
1: Crow in front of the drop ship. Something or other. We're waiting for them to get off the plane. Oh, wait.
4: The doors are opening. Ooh, what's coming out?
5: <laughs>
4: As the door slams on his head. <laughs> Got a little too close, buddy.
0: Hey, that's chapter one. Chapter one right there. Done. Chapter no.
4: one, you're dead. Let's move I'm done. on.
0: <laughs> he was underneath ship the door.
4: Dropship door to the face. <laughs> the whole the whole vid screen just goes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's a giant shadow. No, oh, I gotta go. Did anybody hear that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you guys are um, break. That is that is crazy take good. Take a break. Yeah, no, nah, we don't started. need a break. Oh, we need to wait till uh, we need to figure out when to plug Lugan. You know what? Let's go to our mailman uh, for one piece of mail uh, <laughs> since he hasn't said anything the whole show. I said things. Come on, Dark. Come on, mailman. <laughs> Let's see. Since you have
0: commented on this question already, you can take this one
2: again. Oh, if we had a better production value, I'd totally get the, like, you've got mail. You, you, can't, you, can't, you can't put that in? Only, I'm going to put like the old uh, internet connection like,
5: key, Kirk. <laughs> yes.
2: yes, dial-up. I like it. For like five like, minutes. <laughs> oh, jeez. I suppose that could be okay. No, it's no, it's not. All. We all live through that, and we don't need to do it again. I think my folks are still on that. <laughs> They still have an AOL CD they got to put in their computer. (laughs) Wasn't that long ago? Modems
1: anymore? Uh,
2: I did see that uh, a new thing dads should start doing is just tape a piece, tape the old AOL with the little guy running, (laughs) dialing up in front of their computer for five minutes before they can access the internet. And then just turn
0: it down. So, So anyway, off
2: to the mailbag. Karsten Brum.
0: Asked, what do you think of Grim Dark? You're not the fucking (laughs) mailman.
2: Sorry. Uh oh. You're the host. (laughs) Uh oh. (sighs) Okay. Is that like saying you're taking too long to move? Matt Matt can can read one. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, I know what you were doing. You were going to read it, and Dirks was going to answer it. Yes. See, See, man, I told you I'm slow.
3: I think I kind of said
1: that before. I <laughs> TV show host. Let's let, let's go.
3: Don't fucking listen. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I guess uh, I do troll around uh, YouTube a lot. So I have come across uh, Grim Dark and uh, the videos on uh, on there about BattleTech. Uh, I, I guess I think it's okay um, if uh, if I'm going to plug a YouTube channel, it'd be uh, Text Talks. If if you haven't checked out Text Talks BattleTech, um, I agree. Tukid and uh, the Amorous Civil War videos. I, I mean, you have to have like three hours uh, to dedicate to it, but the production value is awesome. The narration is awesome. It's yes, awesome. <laughs> but, yeah. Three
2: hours long? Uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah
3: the, the Amorous is uh, an hour of uh, setup and then the actual Amorous Civil War is two hours. So is this just it's him crazy. talking or... Yeah, well, it's set up uh, like uh, like the old Ken Burns uh, Civil War videos. Oh, where okay, it, like, so stuff to stuff. watch. Yeah. Okay.
2: I thought it was just like because you see those YouTube videos where it's just the guy's logo the whole time and then it just talks all the way through. No. Yeah, okay. No.
4: There's, no. A there's a little bit, a bit of how your X-wing
2: stuff. <laughs> <shotting>. <laughs> what? What's that, man? Wait, that what? Tom. That was Tommy. Was that a low blow? <laughs> wow! You Kick a fun? guy when he's down. Nice work. <laughs> uh Matt, who is this again? <laughs> that question was from Karsten, Karsten.
0: Brown. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Karsten. And the question and he, he had another one. He had a second one. Why Where is the, the tim- Yeah, You got it? Why is the Timberwolf not a designated scout mech? It's light, fast and has good sensors.
3: <laughs> it's better at blowing things up.
0: That's cuz it weighs 75 tons. Yeah, I think. But I I suppose you could lead a scout lance like the
2: the Steiners do with uh, <laughs> the but I mean, would it be such a bad idea to put a Timberwolf in a scout lance or in a scout you- uh, point or You've, but, got, you've got some heavy mediums
0: that carry, you know, active probes, so why not throw in a heavy just
2: to have a little punch to your... Well, there's yeah, always really got to be somebody behind them going like, oh, shit, things went wrong. Okay, <laughs> come on, oh, I, I think, I, I mean, I
1: wouldn't be against throwing in a Timberwolf, but if I was doing a Recon Lance, I'd throw in the Stormcrow...
0: Yeah, at least 6-9 yeah.
1: yeah, that has the two LRM-20s on it. That's... Yep. That would be the, my choice before Timberwolf. Yeah. I
4: have a Viking 2C in the background. <laughs> oh, 55. Oh, 55. Family, family, family show. Points, yeah. Family show. Aaron, think, keep that I out.
2: 50, I think 55 Oh, I've ton- already – we've blown through the family content already. I've done that three or four <laughs> times. I think when 55 tunners really are at the max for like a Scout Lancer star. Yeah.
4: Throw a yeah. Black Lantern in there. Mm, yeah. Right? Yeah. right? Right? Yeah.
3: When I What's think th- – uh,
2: it, what's go, what's it? the Timberwolf variant that moves like. Isn't there one that has like seven jump jets? There's
0: the Pride yeah. or there's the Mad yeah. S.
2: S. Yeah. S or Pride, yeah.
0: Then you're looking at 585. That's greater 584. Isn't it?
2: Well, that could be. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. it could
3: be more viable during, like, immediately during the invasion because then you. A Mad Cat is literally running down like like max of the inner sphere. Yeah,
0: totally. You, like, you've got, you, you hit that right on the head. Like back in the day when the tech was not there for the inner sphere, the invading clans were basically out, out speeding, out maneuvering, out shooting, out ranging, out massing, out armoring everything. And they had to catch up. And now that they've caught up and then use
2: good tactics
0: there, there's an example right there.
2: How's Oh, hold on, how scary would that be if you're in, like, a stinger, and you look over, and there's a freaking Dude. 75-ton mech, like, Dude, it's,
1: it's called Blood of Kerensky.
2: Yeah,
0: and the best part it's of that... called Blood of
1: Kerensky when Phelan <clears throat> got taken out in a wolfhound.
0: Yeah, and the best oh, part... Which, that. by the
1: way, is a fantastic mech, but, yeah.
0: Yes, the best part is, is your mech can't even classify, like, it's a catapult. It's a Marauder. It's
2: a catapult. It's a Marauder. What's going on? Yeah. Oh, for those of you who are new to Battletech, that's conveniently how the Intersphere named the Timberwolf a mad cat. Marauder. Catapult. Marauder. Catapult. All right. Segway.
1: So Segway, because oh. this could be an interesting conversation with this group. Uh-oh. Hollow Machini succession wars clan invasion where do you fall
0: for preference to the
1: point to the point he says uh one of the players that still plays succession wars and i don't like much the advent of clans and subsequent lore is a matter of better or worse but a personal preference maybe some debate on this it could be interesting
4: how much starship trooper guy
1: Ah, Mm -hmm. good follow-up comment. I I did like that. I did
2: like that. Yeah, it was what, uh, Mad Max, then it turned into Starship Troopers?
1: Well, he followed up his own comment. He said, when I play Succession Wars, it's Mad Max, but after Clan Invasion, it became Starship Troopers.
2: I'm going to go with, I like the fiction. I like the gameplay of Succession Wars, but it had to go somewhere. And the clans had like a backbone of of a, a believable story, like it piggybacked off uh, Kerensky leaving and this and that. Like I felt like it was always a thing, but I I like the fiction writing and I like the old thirty twenty five gameplay personally. But the clans had to happen, just like jihad had to happen, just like every you know. You can't just keep lo- you can't keep having the eighth oh, succession war. It's the same, it's
5: the same ah, conversation
1: ah, that we had with Boeing about that's, what's what's the next evolution, right? It that's, can't that's, be the that's same
0: thing. Right? Totally, it, you, yeah. you, you you totally hit that with. Do we want to have <clears throat> the same style, the same? Reap it, it'd be like. Are you laughing? Right. about Tommy's no, Tommy he's a
2: Tommy.
1: fucking on a pickle. And just, just, I keep having really bad thoughts. down in the... <laughs> oh, there he <laughs> is.
0: Andrew, Andrew, quit staring at his pickle. <laughs> it's Tommy's know. pickle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. So, so I think we had to have some kind of new innovation, like you said, Andrew, where something had to change, had to happen, because otherwise... You're having Groundhog Day with the same battle mechs, the same war over and over and over and over and over and over and over. This added new flair to the to the topic, the subject. This added new lore. This gave them loads of different directions they could go, and now it's just it keeps coming back around to fill in the void of what. You keep a going, That's keep awesome. going, just keep going. Knocking
1: off keep camera going. and everything, and <laughs> they're like, "I will make you a drink, but don't put me on the show." <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, uh, well, I get you. If, so like, I,
0: I, I, think that it had to happen. If, so if I look played. at the old, I look at the old scenarios.
2: Sure. And oh, so good.
0: You can still have fun
2: with that stuff, but it gets old. So, I guess, and I'm thinking maybe his question was gameplay. Like, do you like the Inner Sphere versus the Clans gameplay, or do you like Secession? I mean, for me, I like Secession Wars gameplay. Like, I liked when there weren't ER PPCs and medium <laughs> pulse
3: lasers and, and all this. Double heat sinks.
2: Yeah. I, I think, a, I th- to be
1: honest with you, Dirks, I completely agree with you. I think double heat sinks absolutely changed the game. I have said this before, and I'll say it again. When you want to play real Battletech, you play 3025. Any day. When when the clans came in, all of a sudden, the idea of heat management went out the window. And those of you that are going to argue with me about clans and heat management can go F yourself. Because (laughs) until you play 3025, you don't know anything about managing heat.
2: Gauntlet. Throne.
1: Threw it down. It's fun. I threw it down, and I don't. I don't really care.
2: So, I guess you already apologized to the listeners once.
1: <laughs> I did. I, I did apologize. It's, it's. It's anyway. It's. I. I'm a thirty twenty five tech player as well. I, I. That's my favorite era. Um. Like Matt said, I think the clans had to happen. Um. Now in thirty one forty five, the current time era, there really isn't clan or inner sphere per se i mean you have iron who is making clan tech medium lasers you have dirks i just saw your wife walk by god damn it why didn't she get on
3: that that, i don't know what you're talking about Uh
2: uh-huh um (laughs) you are your
3: your call
2: sign is now the derailer (laughs) 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 um but to, I, it, I think it also depends on when you came into the game like Tommy, did you come into battle before the clans or
4: after the clans? I okay, so if it, if anybody uh, who's listening can't figure this out or hasn't I apologize I said that wrong has not f- figured it out. I came in late in the game. I am not the lore guy. I came in playing TCG and straight into clans. I came in, and I played clan, and I played clan tech, and I like clan tech, and yes, I am a green pigeon guy. Emerald pigeon. <laughs> come on. Come on. Give yourself Emerald some pigeon. dude. Pigeon. Emerald pigeon. Have some pride. Have some pride. <laughs> I do have pride. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there no. you go. He took it. <laughs> um, But that being said, I, I like stopping at 3068 um
1: that's a popular time frame that i've heard a lot of folks will say i'm I'm done at 3068 thank you dear um they don't they don't want to progress past that and, and it, it's, it's an it's, interesting it's, conundrum
4: i mean it,
5: the the
1: the fedcom civil war kind of seems to be a hard stop for a lot of folks
4: and I'm I'm getting better at it. Um but honestly the all the fun mechs that I liked playing when I was learning the game and growing up with the game. Clan mechs, Clan Max. Yeah uh, mm-hmm. all the good ones were that I thought at the time. And I still think they're good. It's just that i am learning that there's some better stuff out there. Yeah.
2: The one thing I do like about the thirty one forty five uh timeline is it's really evened out everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So like Intersphere Tech finally caught up. So you don't have that I mean, just huge technology gap between 30 uh 50 Intersphere and 3050 clan. Like that was a large gap. Yeah. Um I, to this day I'll still argue that even lesser like the more Intersphere Mex versus lesser uh number wise clan mechs, it's not it's not a it's not a good fight.
5: Yeah.
2: Like they they crushed and waved their through the inner sphere for a reason. Like there was no I mean they,
4: and I thought honestly I thought that um, with with more intersphere versus less uh, clan it was all fair and square including but only if Clan was playing honor based rules. Mm.
2: If they were adhered to Zellbriggan,
4: yep. but again, Zellbriggan is like
2: it, it, the inner sphere breaks it every time.
4: No, Intersphere is,
2: the
1: inner sphere cannot win without breaking it. The right. whole point of Zellbriggan for the inner sphere is to lure them in to a mm-hmm. point that we can do mass fire and
5: yeah.
1: roll the dice. Pun intended, of do we come out on top or not?
0: Yeah, and that's because there's no way they
4: can go one on one, no, with any mech. And and that's why I don't know, maybe that's why I kind of like Karita as my secondary. (laughs) If if I'd pick Inner Sphere, Karita would be my my go to house. Dirks, did what's your opinion on it? Uh,
3: yeah, I think, uh like I like the challenge of the thirty twenty five gameplay because heat is a very real thing you have to deal with. Um, in the regiment, um, I have uh, a few thirty twenty five designs in in the company. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah <And> you do oversee. Yeah, you do. When you have to choose whether or not you can fire anything, that's a tough decision to make. Like, you know, a, a Crusader the thirty twenty five uh, tech version. It's got ten heat sinks, 2 lrm LM15s. Like you can never fire half your stuff. Yeah. Um. So it's always op- about optimizing. Um. But I, I was just sitting here listening to you guys, and I think that part of what I enjoy about the current timeline, the more I get into it, is it kind of carries some of that feel uh, from the Succession Wars of people are feeling around in the dark, they don't know what's really going on, um, even though. You have all this higher tech, you know. People got warships flying around, all that stuff. But the the blackout and everything that goes with it really kind of in the uh, uh, fortress and everything. Yeah it, it it gives it this feel of people are still just trying to guess, and you know, which the it brings me back to the the warrior trilogy and stuff like that, where information makes a big difference in the setting.
2: That that HPG blackout was, like, genius to, to get. It was, because, it, yeah, everyone's like, oh, where do I divert? I've got all this good stuff, but, like. I don't have enough of it to fill every planet. So where do I think they're gonna go? And then the other guy's like, "Well, they think we're gonna go here, so we're gonna go here." And they're like, "Well, I bet they think we're gonna go over here, so we're gonna go over here, we're gonna go over here." And then it's just a, it's a mess. And I love that about the
1: time. That was, mm-hmm. that was the one thing. That was one thing about the Dark Ages and some of the last books. I know Matt just finished reading Bonfire World.
0: Still, don't spoil it.
1: I, I'm not going to. I, I Where I was going to go with it is is that I really think the storyline, as I've listened to you guys talk and we started talking about the blackout, in particular the blackout, I thought the stories did the black, the dark age books. Granted, the first five or six were rough to get through. I apologize to those authors. I think <laughs> you guys were under the gun. And, and Don't apologize given, to them. They wrote it. <laughs> weren't given the opportunity to, to get the proper editing done to those. The first six were really hard to get through. That being said, the Dark Age novels, I think, captured the confusion that the blackout gave to, to all of the worlds. I mean, we had just gone through a couple hundred years of interstellar communication and this ability to send messages all over the place to nothing and that was a i mean talk about having the lights shut off on you Uh, a whole planet goes dark i mean granted the planet still functions and i think it's hard to put yourself in the position of well the planet still works so what's the big problem well your planet is not, you got to think of your planet as a city partaking in a state, taking, estate, taking so, uh, part of a country. And, and when, when the blackout happens, the confusion of, well, I don't know what my neighbor's doing, um, the place that we bought grain from because my planet can't sustain itself in growing crops, I don't know how to contact them. I don't know how to, we have to change how we do that. Now I have to have a dedicated jump ship and a more than one drop ship to do that. That's that's a real change in how you communicate and it's a very it's a big slowdown in how in in how news travels. So right.
0: if you have to set up a command circuit of successive jump ships to transfer information just to get it from this thirty light years to that thirty light years to this thirty light years from planet to... Okay. High yep.
1: tech pony express, right? Yep. I mean, that, that's what it came down to.
0: But
2: so, the other nice thing is, is it, it diverts all that uh, capabilities away from the armies. Yes, because now you have to have
0: garrisons. You yeah. can't leave. You can't leave anything open. Now you have to
2: castle everything. Anyway,
1: It's interesting you, because now all of a sudden those black boxes become.
2: Mm-hmm. what black boxes <laughs>
1: no oh he has the oh
2: <laughs> which one i don't know no so, yeah, by the, the way the... he just put a put a pinky to his lip and went oh, oh. yeah <laughs> i did the did the the uh, doctor evil
1: coach so good segue let's talk about the regiment
2: okay um guys bunch of stuff has been going on with me in real life and thank you for all the uh i put it up on the facebook and thanks for all the the hey man real life comes first and it's true um i had a lot of stuff happen to me in the last four months that's pretty much like career life changing kind of stuff so i had to devote all my attention to that uh some of you may know uh me from my ocx podcast i quit that podcast that that is no longer because this is so big um I'm still doing this because we only do this once a month. I to
1: say, our podcast isn't so big. No, no, no. Life is so big. Okay, yeah, life.
2: Is. So anyway, um, but I haven't forgotten about the regiment, And I know that has been a huge part of why so many people joined Wolfnet Radio. Uh, the Facebook, yeah. Um, go crazy, Tommy. Um, and I have always been just jotting down ideas, jotting down ideas. Uh, where we left off. Was um, half of the regiment went to go capture an asset that was val vow- like needed to be taken alive. And kudos to Drew Bethards, who wrote the story of all stories.
5: Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Beth- Dude. Drew, Drew, I will tell you on Saturday night, Aaron went off on kudos for you in the story that you wrote, and the fact that you hired your brother. To I, mean, the truck. That was crazy that I unfortunately have not read it yet. I am oh going to make God. time to get that done.
2: You should go read it right now and just not be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's not good. Realized. It's not good. It's that good. Anyway. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh according to my last updates, we, we did capture the asset. Um, the other half went to they went to go hold off the Draconis Combine unit that was sniffing around our back door, and I think I think we eliminated that threat. So we're it's it's going to be a little kind of a culmination of coming together, and then uh, progressing out on based on the assets information that we have. Um, it's going to get a little dicey, not going to lie, um, but uh, it's it's going to be more of a uh, company companies have their own missions thing uh it's not i'm I'm breaking up the battalions a little bit mainly because we have had a lot of new people join and i haven't gotten them out of the roster yet i think we actually added a whole nother company to tell you the truth
1: dude i have a feeling there's a lot of folks waiting to get in
2: yes i know um but so we're we're gonna kind of to give a little tidbit, it's, it's, I think we created a little too much heat on our trail, so we need to like shore up some things. Um, but there will be a couple of companies going out and following this mission, a couple of companies going here, a couple of companies going there. Um, uh, uh, so I got,
1: I'm going to throw out a question just cause I'm sitting here thinking about it for management of the companies is going to get pretty tough and having different missions a question in that maybe we start putting out one mission and see which company scores the highest
2: points it's not really a points thing it's more of a narrative driven kind of thing i i
1: I understand that aaron i'm saying to the point of that the narrative is getting to be the uh, vast Yeah. yeah You have done a phenomenal job in writing the story and driving the narrative. I fully embrace it. I'm just saying, with the influx of new people that we've had in creating three more companies... Because I honestly think that's the potential of new new recruits that we have that that want to partake, (laughs) that we might need to change the format a little bit just... For drain on you in particular, yeah. Of how do we how do we keep the regiment fresh? How do we keep things happening? How, so where I'm going with that is, those that listen to the podcast, jump on the Facebook page. Um, Aaron will put a post on and say, "Hey regiment, what do you want to do?" And put a poll or something up, and let us know which way you want to go with the idea and understanding of. And this goes back to being an agent as well. Understand what the time that it takes to do that kind of
2: thing. So, and I'm that, I'm sorry for some for some of you new listeners, you might not even know what we're talking about. Basically, what happened was, um, we, who was the one that started this? Drew. Drew. It's always Drew. It's always, it's always Drew. Drew. Anyway, if you have someone to blame, it's Drew Bethards. captain, Captain Drew. Well, Captain slash uh, Sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> his wolf Dragoons rank is sergeant I think his wolf net uh he, he is a captain so um he started as the an NCO and then moved in the office. yeah, exactly he um, he posted a question on the Facebook page says, hey, what's your favorite mech and that turned into like 50 people just rattling off all their 50 favorite or what mech they prefer to to choose you know what's their one individual mech? And so I thought I'd make it kind of like a fun little thing, like, hey, let's put an actual, you know, unit roster. together, a the, roster, the Wolf, the Wolfnet roster, and then uh, that turned out to be like an entire battalion in two weeks. And so I was like, well, let's do something fun with this. We're all Wolfnet operatives. Uh, I created a little backstory uh, uh, that had to do with the black boxes. The time time frame is thirty one forty five. It's kind of really the only reason we could have, like, everyone's favorite mech <laughs> be a valid reason. Mm-hmm. Um, even though some are ancient and one of a kind. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Matt. Know what I mean? Know what I mean?
4: <laughs> but he has a stooping heart. What are you no, talking
2: about? No, no, I changed it. I changed it a long time. He's in a Shogun. I like Blackwell Industries. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so then I started putting out little missions. Um, I would send this company, and it, it was all to get people who don't know each other to play together, either on mech or on or at, uh, Mega Mech. Or if they could do it, we actually have uh, one Lance or one company that actually does their games on the on the tabletop through Discord. Like everyone has proxies, and they and they like. The guys got to get head, headsets because they like type in all of their moves and facings and dice rolls. Um, but uh, I think they're in Delta. Of course, they're in Delta.
1: I think there's Delta. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but anyway, um, and so we we have a whole uh, officer structure. Um, we have a huge Discord channel devoted to the whole to the whole thing. I've been putting out stories on how our progression is. Um, it's it's a very cool community rpg narrative kind of a thing that doesn't require a lot of time um if you don't know mega mech and want to learn this is like one of the best places to learn um we actually have a discord channel or a a subset channel that's literally a mega mech help tutorial so um
1: and and like we said in our podcast on saturday and i'll say it again here guys our group by far and away has exceeded any and all expectations of what a community coming together and enjoying a game is never, ever, ever be afraid of asking a question Yeah, because our group bar none will answer any question respectfully, politely, and include the community in the answer that they have it is by far and away one of the happiest and most enjoyable things that i've been a part of
2: yeah so So, join join the WolfNet radio podcast uh facebook group and um we haven't had to
1: throw anybody out yet
2: to tell you the truth we like if you want to be a part of the regiment but you don't want to play like we'll stick you in like just give us your pilot name give us your mech um, and then uh, the either the lieutenant or the the company commander will will play you in their unit, and then you just kind of get to read how you did in the in the after action report. It's a, in lot a lot of people. Lot of said, ways,
1: there's a, there's a lot of people who have enjoyed that.
2: Yes, yeah. <laughs> they don't oh, ever yeah, play,
1: yeah. but they get a kick out of reading about <laughs> what their character did in a game that they had nothing to do with.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <what> <laughs> We have some solid company commanders, man. And they write some pretty awesome stories uh, after their battles. So um, it's, it's just an enjoyable RPG kind of a thing that we threw together that turned out to be pretty big. I think right now we have, and I haven't even added, probably the 10 new people that have listed up. Last count, I think we had 81 people on the roster.
4: Did Easy Company come to fruition?
2: Oh man, we're at freaking like golf. Oh. We're at no, we're at what did I name the H company? Indigo Indigo Hotel. hotel. Hello? hotel. I, I, thought,
4: I thought we were talking H- about H- the hotel.
2: Hades, Hades company.
4: Hades Hades,
2: Hades, like Hades company Hades company needs one more lance to fill it out, I think. Wow. So yeah, another- it's alpha, beta, Charlie, uh, Delta, Delta. Easy, Echo, you A- e- no, e- easy, Foxtrot. Fox uh Fox Golf Golf Gamma I think Gulf. we named it Gamma and Hades. So what We've got, three, we've got 335 that eight, members.
5: That's
1: got 8 companies, guys. We got 335 members.
2: 8 companies. 8 so. freaking and we have like we have uh the the uh the lichen uh recon lance. Yeah. We have um, <laughs> the man. Battalion Armored Division. Bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if you guys like uh, battle armor or if you like uh, uh, tanks or VTOLs and stuff like that, we have a whole division. Like, uh, I can't even remember who's in charge Bad. of it. Kestrel used to be in charge of it. But, Kestrel, yeah. Uh, who's in charge of it now? I can't remember. Anyway, so... We cover the whole, and, and believe me, we plug people in from bad into every game. Like they're they're the <laughs> they're the wild card. They just go wherever they're needed. Freak, um, they're the crazy oh, freaks. They're, the cra- they're the crazy <laughs> ones. Yes. So, so, so,
4: what happens if somebody wants to change their Mac? Who do they talk to?
2: They talk to me. Um, the only stipulations is it can't be an experimental, or we try to keep it in the realm of the real. So. If it's super advanced or super experimental, we're probably not going to let you take it. There have been a few slipped by. Gone. They're, they're, well, <laughs> Jared is an Jared, so. He's got so
5: chuckles on dirt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no
3: word of Blake. No,
2: no word of Blake. There, there is one ex-word of Blake member in our group, and I don't know how he got in, but uh, I blame oh, my. Uh, that in, my that, for that in,
1: uh, what is it, Jury's fucking Cephalus?
2: Oh no, jo- Joshua Jury, he's the one. He's got the yeah. Septicema. Septicema, there you go.
4: Is that the pariah? Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. No, that's I mean, Donner.
4: I'm Donner here. Is, Although yeah. that
1: mech is sold by Diamond Sharks, so in the time frame that we are... Oh, oh my god, don't, don't validate it, we've already gone it through it. It works. Fuck you and your goddamn bullshit of throwing <laughs> calling me out when I was talking to Blaine, dick.
2: <laughs> what so, are so we'll
5: Fuck you
2: it's it's a fun thing to be a part of uh we are gonna kick it back up i've got some i've i've got that real life thing kind of uh taken over and 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 we're gonna well, get back and have here. another ball burnout
4: the nah, <laughs> you need a tech flag instead of uh x- wing flag
2: I know I know.
4: Anyway. there's one um, the So top. if you guys want you guys want the flag I gave you. I know it's in the shop. It's in the, it's it's in in the, the next room. It's in the next room. You were standing right next to it. Oh,
2: well, anyway. It's next to the bathroom. Priority. So that's where we're at with the with the regiment. And Coach glossary time. When we speak about the regiment, that's what we need. <laughs> 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 I'm going to start putting in the show notes just glossary terms. <laughs> I really want Blaine to make you be a show Oh, that would suck so much. That would I be would, I bad would bad laugh bad. pretty hard. All right next That would be the awesome. janitor. Okay, I think this is going to be a perfect time to take a break, Matt. For, I, we just need like, a placeholder to put uh, Dirk's thing in.
0: That's it. And now we'll have some messages from Charles Gideon in This Month in
3: History. On this episode of Wolfnet History Briefs, the formation, rise, decline, and fall of the second largest nation in human history. Hello Wolfnet, and welcome to this installment of Wolfnet History Briefs, where we look at what happened this month in the Battletech timeline. I'm your historian Gideon, let's get to it. While the life of the Second Star League spanned longer than a single month, its fate was decided at the first through fourth Witting Conferences in November of 3058, 61, 64, and 67, respectively. The first wedding Conference was held on Tharkad, and it brought together all the big names of the Inner Sphere to develop a constitution for the Second Star League. Every leader had their own desires for a new league, but the primary focus was the existential threat posed by the clans. By this time, the Inner Sphere rulers knew they needed to provide a united front against the clans if they had any hope of stopping the invasion. And slapping a Cameron Star on every mech sounded like just the ticket. The first non non-Cameron to hold the title of First Lord was Sun Tzu Liao. And just how did a ruler from one of the smallest nations in the sphere, one untouched by the clan invasion, attain this distinction? Put simply, sibling rivalry. Catherine... Change my name for a few points in the polls, Steiner Davian, nominated him to goad her brother Victor. She assumed by putting forward Sun Tzu's name, Victor, who had always had a strong tie to the Davian half of his heritage, would lose his entire mind and make himself the mockery of the conference. This would then create discord between him and his allies. She would then step into this power vacuum and easily be elected First Lord herself. Victor, however, smelled out the ploy and instead voted for Sun Tzu, the historical enemy of his nation, because this was less dangerous than allowing his sister to rule while he was off fighting the clans. High off their victories over the clans on Stranamecti, the rulers of the Inner Sphere reconvened for the second witting conference. By this time, Catherine had taken control of both halves of the Federated Commonwealth, leaving her brother out in the proverbial cold. Through typical backroom dealings, she was able to align enough votes to finally take the title of First Lord for herself, or at very least, force a tie, which would then go to Comstar's Presenter Marshal for a tiebreaker. When the latter of these scenarios developed, Presenter Marshal Anastasius Folk stepped down from his position with Comstar and rather melodramatically named his successor to be none other than Victor Steiner Davian, who got to shoot down his sister's ambitions for a second time. Net result of the conference, Theodore Kirita was named the new First Lord, and everybody went home plotting their schemes for the next conference. Now, have you ever thrown a party where you invite a few friends over, and they all invite some other people to come along too? That's the third witting conference in a nutshell, with Comstar, Blakis, Torians, Canopians, all vying to be included as new members to the League. Then, in a profound moment of déjà vu, Victor once again thwarted Catherine's ascension to the position of First Lord by accusing her of matricide during the vote. And just like that party I was talking about, it was becoming obvious. This wasn't fun anymore. The final wedding conference was barely a meeting at all, with it being open knowledge half the founding nations intended to withdraw from the League. A vote of no confidence was put forward out of desperation. First Lord Monsdottir hoped people would realize what secession would mean for the Inner Sphere. His hopes were in vain, and the motion passed, snuffing out the last bit of faint light the second Star League cast on the residents of the Inner Sphere. Now, in hindsight, this end was likely inevitable. Without the political and technological juggernaut that was the Terran hegemony holding the League together as it did with the original Star League, The second iteration was just a weapon for the lords of the inner sphere to try to wield against each other, but like a metaphorical wooden gun would blow up and injure anyone who tried to use it in earnest. The simple truth? The successor states just didn't need it anymore. Thousands of years of politics still hadn't taught the importance of balancing short-term gains with long-term costs. Do you want more discussion about lore? Join us on the WNRP Facebook page, and let us know who you think the most important person was on Tharkad during the first winning conference. I know who I'd pick. This is Gideon signing off. And remember, those who fail to learn from history are doomed.
0: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that lovely month in Battletech done by yours truly, Charles Gideon. Charles, mm-hmm. how yeah. much fun is it to do this month in Battletech for you?
3: I really uh, enjoy it. I mean, it's a bit of work, quite a bit of research, but uh, it gets me into areas of the lore that I never even knew existed. And uh, it makes me appreciate, especially with uh, me catching up on timeline, because like Tommy was talking about, I was one of those at 3068. I kind of checked out, Um, but with uh, the podcast and every basically everybody always talking about all these other things that have happened. It's really, I've, I have, uh, it's been a, a labor of love, labor of love. Whew, easy for We're you to Sucking say.
0: you back in, aren't we? <laughs>
3: yeah. So right when I was about out, but hopefully, uh, that, uh, moment in history will answer Joe's, uh, question, uh, from the Facebook page of, uh, Sylvester Stallone yelling lore. So, there you go, Joe. I hope yeah. that satisfies you.
5: I am the lord. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, on to the last topic we have before any access and the rest of the questions. Yes, the one, the only, the pledge manager. How has how, how have each of you been dealing with the pledge manager and any positives, negatives, reviews on that? Andrew, go ahead, start.
1: I don't. Need, you don't want to
0: start with me. All right, I will start. <laughs> I was very skeptical about what it was going to be like. I was hoping for the best. So, just like any other little kind of fly in the ointment, I stepped in, waited for the spider to devour me, and then realized, oh, this isn't so bad. But I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Scrolling, and then I finally got to the bottom. And then, about two days later, like, did I really get everything right? Did I pick everything I wanted? And I kind of wanted to have a little bit of everything, including a few, you know, inner sphere lances, all the clan stars I could get, you You know, bang for your buck.
1: Oh my god, the world has gone flat for me. (laughs) Dirk's
0: got it. (laughs) <laughs> thanks Magellan so then I realized I should go back and recheck all that then I realized that I had left over what 15 or 17 dollars left over like can't they just round it off and, and just give you another box with the shipping no like so now you have to pick through and have a few dollars change to you know kind of to vote and donate so not a big deal but i did want more clan elementals that's the one thing i wanted to have a little bit extra of and i couldn't quite make it work i'm gonna have to find some extra elemental packs probably from the coach's store says he's getting mm.
5: mm,
0: that better happen. happen like like andrew said if you put it on a shelf i want it
1: <laughs> Look at this son of a bitch. He had to change out his headphones because he didn't plug them in.
0: I did. actually, that, I did. that happens like every week. It's fine.
2: It's, it's fine. I reminded Congrats. him at nine My o'clock goodness. this morning. Anyway, uh, uh yeah, they were at the store. Bit of biddy today, anyway. Uh, no, uh, along with the pledge banner, the greatest thing ever was that they included a store. Like if I'm a store, I can get in on this too, and they gave us a great deal. Um, they gave us six Clan Invasion boxes and then twelve individual boxes of Elementals oh. and a bunch of other stuff to sell off. So, yeah, I, I got plenty of Elementals. I want to. What's what's
0: the toughest? What's the toughest? We'll thing see. About, what's the toughest thing about trying to get BattleTech into your store? Just that, right? Being what? What's the toughest thing about being a store owner with BattleTech? Being supplied with BattleTech
1: players, (laughs) I would say players. Uh, We agree with you. I'm gonna agree. Yeah,
2: players, and then the the one thing that really sucks is that my main distributor, pretty much all distributors, don't have the licenses to Iron Winds. Boom! You have to iron. You have to order straight from Iron Winds which is fine if you do your paperwork on time and, and actually do what you said you're going to do. But uh, <laughs> it's another avenue that I have to go down and I have to do the credit report and I have to do this. And it's just like... Ugh. Whereas if I could just come from my distributor, it'd be great. But um, I don't know how it's going to go forward in the future. Um, so that could be a... Catalyst an area. sells things through Alliance. So I think
0: reliance could be of an improvement. Yeah. Iron Winds doesn't. Shoot, what's that? Do you think they would gain a lot more customers if they did?
2: I don't know. I think the game would be a lot uh, more appealable.
1: Personally, being an agent and going to stores and playing and demoing. Um I, I really think it's players. Yeah. It, it, if you have players show up and are playing BattleTech, a store will carry. So, to go to an earlier segment in the in the podcast of, if you want your store to carry BattleTech, and you have no agents and you have no one organizing or pulling in games, put the, here's the gauntlet. I'm throwing it down. Become an agent. and and organize and get people coming to the store and bug the shit out of whoever it is that owns it and say, hey, we got Battletech players coming in. You better start carrying a game of war, you know, all of the things that they can. Um, To that, though, and Aaron will speak to this, I mean, being a game store owner nowadays with the internet and online orders and everything, it's tough. You, you, as a gamer, if you want to support your local store, you're going to make some sacrifices to support that store to keep its doors open. And for the right store that supports you, I think that is completely an, a needed thing. You need to do that. You need to sacrifice a couple of days, maybe a week, to get the things that you want in to support a store so that you have a place to play.
0: I agree with that. You, you have to, <clears throat> you have to support the store in order to support your own game. Cause if you don't, I mean the math ain't going to lie. They're not going to put money down to support something if they're not going to get it sold.
1: And the, the light, I was there on Saturday and he, Aaron only had two two a game of armored combat and I have two a game of armored combat on my shelf still in shrink wrap. I can't just I spend another fifty bucks. I I'd go out of my way to try and spend money whenever I come to the store. So but and I, that and that's the approach I take every time I go to a game store. We just went to tr- we,
5: we just went, went to Hastings, Hastings a couple of weeks
1: ago. ago. Hastings, Hastings, Minnesota. They've got a new game store in Hastings. In Hastings.
5: And, and we, we played,
1: we showed up, and we played a, a 350 at Hastings. And you know, know, we, we bought some dice, and, and we bought, bought some sleeves, and bought a coffee. And I, you know, know, I did what I could to say, hey, I'm here, and I'm willing to spend money. Um,
2: well, I'll tell you what, from a this new Kickstarter whole thing is huge for any game starter. Because you've got a Kickstarter box, you got a beginner box, you got a Game Armour Combat box, you got uh, books, books. That people are going to want to pick up. But it's also those Lance Packs. I mean, they're coming out back out with the Lance Packs. They're good-looking miniatures. Um, they're coming out with plenty of them. Um, hopefully, they put enough in production that stores can buy them if they didn't get in on the Kickstarter.
1: That has seemed to be a problem with Catalyst. Is
2: to, the, to this
1: day, unfortunately, to this day, They continually underestimate the Battletech community. And I get it from a business. You have to take a look at it from a business standpoint. I mean, Alpha Strike Commander's Edition has been out of print since Gen Con.
0: And people are still screaming about it.
1: I just paid $70 to get another one because I traded one off to get a Phoenix Hawk lamb that I didn't have. That's the kind of thing that, that continually seems to happen that I'm hoping if we can budget the money and do the things right with the Kickstarter, that we can keep things in stock. And when stock hits to a, it hits to a level that, the community is continually buying and that the money is rolling in where we can say, Hey, this is selling really, really well. Instead of making a full order, we're going to do a half order, you know, so that the stock maintains and we can continue to have things come off the shelf. Battletech is having a huge resurgence. HBS has continued to release um, patches for, for the, uh, for their HBS Battletech game. We have MechWarrior Five coming out. We just had the Kickstarter happen with a re-imaging of all of the units that just came out, which hands down are probably some of the best miniatures that are going to hit hit the shelves. Um,
2: well, here's here's my problem. Here's my problem with the whole thing: is they raised two and a half million dollars, right?
1: <laughs> well, I would be interested in how much money they raised. After the pledge manager is done, because I raised myself to con level because I'm an ass. I, I need to have the shit, okay? Good so Lord. When we get to the when we get to me talking about the pledge manager, I have some issues. Terrible. But we'll talk about that.
0: Did you give up a car loan payment? <laughs>
2: terrible. Nope. nope. I did not. Oh, they're gonna hate that meeting that you're gonna be at. That's one of the issues that I have, goddammit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes Andrew. Oh, so if you were man. a late
1: con, you don't get to go to the meeting? I don't. That's a question that I put up for the comments uh,
5: just the other day uh, when they had
1: the Kickstarter come on about here's the maps and the cool shit. Uh, and they're doing some really, really neat shit. But he made, but Talon made a comment that we reached out to the cons to hey, what's your input, that kind of thing. So my question that I posted in the comments and The question that I'll post now in the hopes that maybe Talon listens to this, I don't know, hopefully he does, is if you up your pledge and become a con through the pledge manager, is it just cons that were as the Kickstarter was live, or do you get to be grandfathered? I don't know the answer to that. I I posted it. I, I, I don't know what the answer is yet, but... That's okay. one of the questions that I have with a bloodbend.
2: Well, safe. We'll just go. They raised three million dollars, right?
1: That's probably a safe bet.
2: It's going to cost them a million to fill their orders.
1: At least, yes.
2: It, sh- it shouldn't cost more than that. If it, it's costing uh, say, more say, than, I, no. uh,
1: safely give it a half, if not two thirds.
2: So, no, if you're say it if, costs if, them
1: two million, eh? Say it costs them two million. A million dollars goes a long no. way in the fucking game community. Okay, if, so say it cost them two million dollars.
2: Then they're stupid. Uh, I'll give them. I'll give them one point five. <laughs> it is. You don't create something and then sell it for fifty percent more than. I mean, no. That you have to have a markup, and it's got to be. They they should have two million profit. Well, take okay,
5: a, fair. No,
2: you're,
1: you you are correct. Fair. I, I will give you that fair.
2: You take a million. You put it into a fucking CD and then you just roll that baby every year and whatever interest you get which should be pretty freaking good that is what grand. your that is what your stock that's that's what you just refill with 200 grand to,
1: doesn't get a lot done in, as far as as stock replenishment goes
2: 300 grand should should do fine every year it should it should
1: I, if I respectfully not, disagree with you, but okay. If I, not, let's play. Let's play the. Let's play the numbers
2: game. You got a whole million dollars sitting in your bank account to draw from, but I'm just saying, if they're smart, they should be investing at least a million into a, into some sort of uh, a profitable interest return, and then they should never have a problem filling at least BattleTech orders. I'm not. I'm talking. I'm not talking about the whole company. I'm talking about just BattleTech. So, they should well, never have a problem with that.
1: Well, sorry. At, at the really- same time, you of all people should understand that you borrow from Peter to pay Paul at times. So, I, I, but, I get you.
2: I get you. And I'm sure they had some hey, huge. We're debt. not the
1: heads. We don't run it. It, it anyway, is what it is. What and I'm saying we is have like, our thoughts and <laughs> ideas. And it,
2: if, if you want to keep the game in stores, you have to be able to be on top of stock. You have to. That There's,
1: I do not agree. That I do not disagree with you at
2: all. You, you can't sit there and go eight months with. Oops, sorry. The Inner sphere command lance is out of stock till fucking next year. Yes, I agree with you. You can't do that.
1: I, um, I you, hands down, correct. It, the, the the Kickstarter has, I hope, given Catalyst the opportunity to get in front of this. And make sure that they can maintain stock going through. Because I think it, it, if there was ever a time that Battletech was going to resurge and make a comeback, it's right effing down. Yeah. <laughs> Me- we had HBS. Me- we got MechWarrior 5. We just had a Clan Invasion where we re imaged. Now, there's a Podcast. lot of units in Battletech. There's a lot of units in Battletech, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Something of the north of 9,000 individual units.
5: Yeah,
1: the, the Kickstarter has hit on the core set of units that are in Battletech for both Intersphere and
2: Clan. I think, and I think it's
1: a good start. I hope that they can maintain the momentum and continue to churn out because you look at the Lance packs from two years ago and you look at what's coming out there is a there's a gross re- misrepresentation on size again a lot of folks will call scale creep in what's being produced and what was out and if you try and combine the two units together and say I'm going to take a mech from a lance pack and I'm going to take a mech from uh iron winds I'm going to take a mech from you know, clan invasion Kickstarter, the scale of all medium mechs is going to be wildly different.
2: Yeah. But that okay. is probably my
1: largest gripe over the whole thing is the Kickstarter mechs are far and away superior on a level that we should have been 10 years, maybe not 10 years, five years ago.
2: Everybody's There's getting new be toys. It doesn't matter. Going forward. Everybody's getting new toys. Matt, have you completed your uh pledge manager thing? I completed mine about a week ago. <clears throat> Dirks?
3: Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm all done. Tommy. Hey, uh...
2: Can't hear You're you. <laughs> Quit eating your pickles, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's sucking on his pickle.
4: Stop that! Oh, <laughs> sorry. Making fun of my pickles. Have you um, completed? No, I uh, I've redone it actually. I went back and looked at it again and redone it. And I actually went and I decided to uh, suck it up oh. and went with one shipping. Me too. Okay, here. Yeah, that's a good question. I wanted and to ask you. Then guys. I. So with going with one shipping saved me like thirty bucks or so. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I went back and I added the rest of the record sheets that wasn't added in. So I got all the record sheets now. Nice, good for you. Tom. And then I didn't want to. I I apologize, Catalyst, but I didn't want to donate three dollars. So I got a Kel patch for.
5: Oh. Good Whatever for you Good. I
4: spent I spent an additional four bucks and so I have gone through the pledge
2: manager and I thought I, I think I had everything I wanted and then it sat there and it said well if you have uh anything from wave two it's gonna come in November or something like that. And I was like whoa, wait, whoa, how where's the box that I checked for this shit? And then I was scrolling through and then I, I clicked back, which I shouldn't have done because then it started me all over again. I'm like <laughs> But I want like I'm willing to pay the thirty bucks, but I never saw the button to push for like I want my wave stuff one stuff when come wave one comes out and I want my wave two stuff when wave two comes out. That
1: was the screen that you were on.
2: Yeah. Oh. There
1: wasn't there wasn't a checkbox to say I want two shippings. The idea the 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 situation is we have wave one coming out and then we have wave two. Right. Wave one, basically the mechs are done and they're in production. Wave two is still being, um, approved. You know, they're going through artist render, whatever, and they, they need to be produced. So that screen that you hit was the indication of, I want my wave one units when they're available or, I want to wait until wave two was available and only pay for shipping once.
2: Okay. Cause I didn't Well, so
1: that's, that's what that screen is in. It, it is a little confusing. Yeah. Um, I do recall reading something at some point in time during the pledge manager, um, that stated such, um, I, I did my pledge manager. I went in, I pledged as a galaxy
4: commander. Uh, through... Did it my, take you about three hours to finish everything? Through my
1: need of, I need to have certain things, I upped my pledge to con level, which garnered a conversation with my wife that we had another $700 come out of the account because... I also had to add a whole bunch of shit. Now, though, I... Like, you have an the pledge manager. <laughs> like, the point with the pledge manager is, when you go to the, yeah, the add three, new right? shit, is it doesn't show you that, hey, at your level, this is included.
5: Oh. So
1: you got to continually... Go, I don't know if anybody... I, I don't know if I... Seriously, I don't know if I missed a boat. I could have missed... Something on the site or as I was going through to say, Hey, at your pledge level, you have this, you already include this, you have that, that to me was missing, which was, would have benefited me hugely in, I want X, Y, and Z when they weren't included in my pledge level. Um, That was what I struggled with is Mm -hmm. when I went through the pledge manager what do I already have and what don't I have and what do I want to spend money on?
0: Hmm. Right. The guaranteed compared to the access.
3: Yes. Yeah. It really took a lot of staying up to date on the updates to, because when they like removed the neoprene mat, if you weren't expecting that, when you pulled it up and it said that you had,
1: wait, they removed the neoprene mats. Fuck. I got to go ahead and do it again. God,
2: yeah, I, I hey. you know what I'm hearing all this stuff now and I'm actually like I might just wait until January to do it. That I, might be too late. That might be too late? They're might gonna be close too it. Late. Do we have a closing well, date? I already? I
0: don't
1: I don't know when they're gonna close it, to be honest with you. I don't. I just <laughs> Yeah. I would not want to be late to the game,
0: right? Because if they do have a problem with production or say shipping of some kind, you don't mm-hmm. want that guy. They're gonna go hurricane,
1: to the edge. Because here's the deal: it's Catalyst. Some fucking hurricane will happen in the Pacific Ocean that will land specifically on the cargo ship that is shipping <laughs> Catalyst stuff and sink the bitch and have to go all the way back to production to send out a new shit because quite frankly on basically everything that has ever happened with catalyst overseas, it has never been anything that they've been able to control. It has been wild ass environmental nature shit that
2: sends everything sideways.
0: Well, I guess we're going to have to learn how to scuba dive then.
2: Yep. Um, So did everyone kind of get a mixture of things or did they kind of lean heavy clan, light inner sphere, or how did, how did you guys go? I got one of,
1: that's why I updated. I got one of everything and I, and I went twice on the inner sphere stuff.
4: I said uh fuck the clans and uh fuck the cl- Tommy said fuck the clans oh my <laughs> no, god I didn't pick a single I didn't pick a single interspheric pack. Except <laughs> for like one. Okay, that, that fits that fits better. No the
0: dude, the world is you right again.
4: Anything? <laughs> oh say, they, were,
0: they were just gonna rip up your, your Jade Pigeon membership card.
4: Loaded sure. no, up. The, yeah. uh, the uh, one I picked that was Inner Sphere was, I think, they had cru- the, the Crusader in it. Oh, yeah. I, That's a good one. I will
1: say this because, Aaron, fuck you. <laughs> You're calling me goddamn oh, I'm over here. eyebrow. The I pat- took the pin and the patch of Goliath Scorpion.
4: You sick? Oh. But I didn't see Clan Wolverine. It's in there. It's in there. It's there. I see you know, it. I know it's
1: in there because Blade started talking about it.
4: <laughs> no, I, I like I said, fringe I Fringe, uh,
1: Aaron, uh, and his Fringe element about the heart venom and dragoons. I took yeah. I took Goliath Scorpion just to prove you wrong.
2: <laughs> there you
5: go. Oh, there's
0: a lot of going on. Yeah, there's,
2: there's there's some shade being thrown.
4: Shade. I, honestly, I uh, if. If Snordsy Irregulars was in it, I would have gone with them for the patch. But since they weren't in it, I went with the Calhounds. The so it's a Good Dragoon. Oh, yeah. it's, oh, it's my old unit.
3: Derks,
2: right. right. what'd you I'm... go
3: with? Oh, I did uh I did for all the uh faction yeah. stuff.
2: Yeah. Uh, right. Other
3: than coin. For coin I did F R R because uh Ooh. if they were still around, I'd totally be down for the F R R but
1: Dude, you got to send me your, send me your, uh, hold on. Info. Let me check. Let me check. Send <laughs> me your, send me your,
4: your, your address. Because Let me get that Rolodex. So. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Yeah, we definitely know who the hobby guy is when he's like, oh, FRR. Yeah. I have a thing for that. <laughs> Matt, what'd you go with? I, I
0: don't have any
1: more. Shit. I got to get some more.
0: Better get some made. I uh I wanted to certainly be get right back. all the I wanted to get all the uh, the unseen intersphere chassis. <clears throat> Crusader, rifleman, warhammer, marauder, all those classic the original twelve. I want those classic chassis that are still, you know, that that are are highly sought after and are still uh um, Kind of a a touchy subject to have on the actual uh, game table. Fuck you and your unseen's. Um, (laughs) I think that's going to change soon. I think, uh, from what we've been hearing. So, I want the unseen's out and about, destroying things. Living like happy little stompy robots again. Especially, especially the way they look.
2: They did all the mm-hmm. Unseen's just perfect. Yeah.
0: If if we couldn't have the Unseen's out of this Kickstarter, I think I would have probably not invested half the amount yeah. I would have, uh, that I did. I, I honestly are, probably wouldn't have backed it. I <clears throat> I. I'm a heavy clan player for Ghost Bear just because they're they're fun and I like the totem um, and I like the style of units they have and their background awarding. Yeah. But yeah, it's I wanted I wanted some going I back
2: know, some to the re- nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, Great Death Legion.
2: Yep. Uh, Wall All Street those European. classic units. Mm-hmm. They're just they're perfect. It's um,
0: it's the old 3025 tech readout that you can play with.
2: Yeah, you can't just, you can't just dream about it anymore. Yeah. It's, it's it's real. How good is that legends box?
3: Yeah, that oh, saved definitely. me from having to double up on two two of the other intersphere because I was like, I, I need to have two marauders, I need two archers, <laughs> I need this to happen. But then the legends box came out, and I was like, Well, there we go. Like did yep, did you did you, get, did you get your crab set and your uh, bushwhacker? Uh, I did not get the bushwhacker. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have one in pewter that I haven't painted yet, so I thought getting go. a whole pack for one. But uh, definitely got both com stars, um, and then I got uh, five of each: five clan, five Sphere. And to nice. tell you the truth,
2: with the bushwhacker, it wasn't that much of a change. So, right, like the mini Bye. still looks good. You're you're right. I'm still like the ad hoc and all those other
0: designs that have not been released for the art the, the art yet. I am I'm putting a lot of faith into Scrogans. And, and I, 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 I'm a believer
4: because Scrogans.
0: We've we've Scrotum. seen the work. We...
4: <laughs> <laughs> Come on I had to oh, do it. Should I go make another drink? There goes your
0: autocraft out the window. boy. Um the the mix between Classic, old school, and in between Mech Warrior. I mean, you're getting the best of both worlds. You're getting some beefy, classic-looking designs for artwork, and it's going to be amazing. It looks if, so good. If if mm-hmm. people don't want these units and don't want a few of these mechs, you can send them my place. Okay?
5: <laughs> so because
0: if, if you don't cherish some of these new systems coming out, these these new these
2: new art. Miniatures, you're really going to be at a loss.
0: Yeah, somebody going digital over here.
2: Uh, I think Andrew walked away. Did
0: he dump his microphone in his here, drink? Let's just no, drink
2: I'm making another drink. That was I. Sorry.
4: Yeah, you're out of range.
1: I'm yeah. back in range.
4: anyway, so, looking give back, give it, give I, I did go with looks like three, uh, uh interstellar uh, landscapes, um. Like I said, the one had the uh, the Crusader and your stupid Marauder 2 in it. Oh, <laughs> you got to get the Marauder Oh, no, had to get that one.
0: That's that's the what? one I wanted the most was the Marauder And two. then I fell in love with that
4: mech when I was in high school. She's going to be but, sexy. But the one that I really wanted was the Highlander because I don't have a Highlander. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a big Randa Snord fan. Um, Ask Andrew. He's got like 19 of them.
2: I do have a couple.
4: I'll say I'll get you. I, uh, I I ended up going with two elemental stars though. So.
1: <gasps> I did too.
2: I I went most I extra as well. Mostly interfere. I tried to get a little of everything, right? Because yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I definitely went heavier on the classics, like you said. I'm 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 a sucker for the freaking original twelve. Like I, amen, brother. I love them so much, but. I loved what they did with all the clan mechs as well. They look so good. They look so good. Um, Even the, like, I don't, I know we don't have a lot of the Comstar art out yet, but from what I've seen, like, the Black Knight is going to look ridiculously good. Um, uh, All those, all those, even the Comstar mechs, which I'm not, they're old SLDF mechs also which is awesome. great i, I mean, you really
1: a, i really debated on whether i would double up on those because you got the extra mech
2: it's yeah you you get the extra mech which is a big plus they're they're level twos or uh level, level yeah level, level two. two level yep, so two.
0: so if you got the level two it was a lance plus one it's six max oh, six what yeah the level two
1: so, are six mechs, so dude. just to be clear right
0: i misunderstood the invasion
1: that box set was based on five yeah so when you got a lance pack an inner sphere lance pack you also got a clan
2: salvage kind of
1: whiz kids i don't know what the fuck's coming in this box but you get one so it's you're a basically getting five the comstar it's a lance
0: r- it's a random two
1: lances yeah. that were available for comstar you got six mm-hmm So biggest bang for your buck is Comstar, now those are those particular mechs. And
0: according to lore, I
1: mean, if you go into lore and that kind of thing, you know, the Mercury at 3085, the Mercury alone is very, very rare, right? Um, You get into the Black Knight, you look at a Flashman, you look at King Crab.
2: Oh, who cares? I mean, well, Mercury is still used. You the Mac. Yeah. Who cares?
1: But Aaron, to that point, you are absolutely correct.
0: Right. Used one. Because right. at
1: the end of the day, you can make up and be whatever you want to be, field whatever you want to field, which is the beauty of what... Well, plug again, the 350, right? It's, it's whatever you want. The era's tech level whatever as long as it's not experimental you can put whatever the hell you want in your army
2: just letting you I know think
1: that's that's something fun i mean bring it you know dale god damn it dale you better be listening to this he told me he was bringing cheese to gen con so be prepared for cheese when we get to gen con Thursday night.
0: Hey, hey Thursday he, night.
1: We're doing he, this. He brings it's a slice times. of cheese.
0: We'll bring a wheel of cheese. How about that? Jeez. Just he letting did you know. He to bring calamocho I did promise to
1: bring calamocho for everyone, so I don't know whether he understands what that means or not. All
2: right. But just letting you. Just letting you know. To it. I timestamped. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I I did timestamp two thirteen thirty. Aaron, you're right.
5: <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. all right
1: i see how this is and
2: that's i'm gonna fair? loop i'm gonna loop that baby for a minute after this episode <laughs> that's but, fair um, that is fair no i i went with a, a mixture of everything because i like everything i want to i want to do my clan wolf uh i want to do uh, i want to do my uh my original the original black widows um i want to do some Wolfnet stuff uh in all original stuff but uh god there's so many good designs that we haven't even seen yet but i i just know that scrogan's and the other artists are just gonna knock it out of the park like that king crab can you imagine what that's gonna look like oh it's gonna, gonna be beautiful
1: <laughs> gonna i mean be... if you base on whatever is out there already i mean jesus it's gonna be the awesome. beh- i'm i'm of the same i'm of the same mind you are all of the old source books fox's teeth and sabers. yeah Cowhounds, Black Widows. There's a couple others. <laughs>
2: Northwind I Highlanders? I
1: can't read Northwind Highlanders. You know, that is what I am interested in doing. But to that, I'm actually going to mix in Unseens, the quote-unquote Unseens. That's fine. The Re-Scenes, these Kickstarter mechs, just because I've been in the game for so long that that those mechs mean something to me
2: that I want to represent that on the table. You better throw out the original box set plastic Marauder. <laughs> that looks like shit. It is horrible because that <laughs> crease in the middle because you got to stick the t- Yeah. Ah, I, got couple, ah, there it I have a couple of those.
1: I usually cut those up and use them for basic material.
2: <laughs> they up, are horrible. Man. <laughs> uh, I want to move to pro- probably my favorite. Oh, my God. Did they not crush the Elementals or what? Yes. Yep. Yes, Those they did. Awesome. I mean, if that's what we have to look forward to, to battle armor in the future, holy shit.
1: It's going to be
5: great.
1: All I'm saying is, and I told Dale this, and I told Mac this, they better come out with a 25-mil miniature. Like they did with the old Elemental sculpt.
2: Oh, I'm sure they will.
1: I, well, as they told me it would be nothing to do, so I sincerely
2: hope that they do. I think they would, but I just—I love the action pose. I love the different mods. I even like the guy that's already shot his SRMs and like, oh, don't need these anymore. Just popped them off. It's it's, yeah. it's great. You never see yeah. an Elemental without the SRM packs.
0: No, there hasn't
2: been one only in the cartoons. Yeah, only in the cartoons. So I I'm, I'm super excited about them. Um I'm very very excited for the whole thing. Uh the pledge manager, I think the biggest complaint is everyone had like the two complaints I've heard is one, I've redone it four times and two, son of a bitch, I've up my my pledge. That's, yeah. that's two good problems to have. <laughs> hey, that
1: is two good problems. Now you know, you gotta also take a step back and understand that, you know, Catalyst spent a lot of time with Crowdox because the amount of work that went in to create yeah. the PLED manager for Battletech with all of the things that were there was almost almost because they did they did, they they did get it to us a monumental task. There was I think Talon said something in the neighborhood of a couple hundred thousand combinations that yeah. they needed to account for. So, and that might be a low number.
2: I don't blame them at all for taking their time with the, with the pledge manager. It's actually And
1: as we go through, you know, people are finding issues and they're being corrected quickly. They're being communicated. So, I mean, something this massive, something with the number of options that are available, um, personally, I think they've done a very good job of communicating, staying on top, making the changes as they need to. Um,
2: they've done a good job period.
1: (laughs) I've seen a lot worse Kickstarter. Yes. A lot worse mailbag.
4: (laughs)
3: Well, I think that segues really well right into uh Brenton's question of MWO versus tabletop redesigns.
4: <sighs> tabletop redesigns done. Who's playing enough MechWarrior
2: online to answer that question? No, I'm. he's talking about the three D print ones.
3: Yeah. Yeah, the,
1: uh,
2: dude, quote agent, I or... As,
1: so I, I will I will I will make this statement. As a demo agent, I will not talk about it. <laughs> because at the end wow. of the day as a demo agent it is catalyst product I don't do 3d miniatures which is why we had the conversation on our pod uh, on the last YouTube cast we're not doing 3d miniatures it is catalyst products that being said I do have some of the 3d models <gasps> um edit. <laughs> that I, I will say, I, I have purchased them because I'm a collector. Uh, I have not put any of them together. I don't know how much time I will spend doing said models because being an agent, I want to promote the game of Battletech in that I want to make sure that Catalyst Game Labs is successful so sure. that we have something to go to on a daily basis. Um, Good statement. That has nothing to say that the, that the MechWarrior Online models are shit or that anything's going on. It's just as an
2: agent, we want to promote the game. As not an agent, I think they look fucking awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not going to disagree with I you.
2: Had, I had a, a buddy of ours print up a Highlander for me and it was cool as shit. Very, very cool. Um it's 3D printed. Like unless you have a super, super good one, you're gonna tell that it's not it's not gonna be as good a quality. But I mean, Matt Tommy, you see my Highlander. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't bad. I mean, I, I like it. Uh it's a little difficult. And of course that was his first time printing a mech, which is he says he said he should have printed it on his back. <laughs> But then I'm like, oh, that would look a little weird. But yeah.
1: so, so as as a as a segue to that, to um, hardware studios and Dale. No, 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 no. Hard,
2: you've you've no, no, no Let me finish. No, 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 let me cut. Hard cut. Hard cut. Let
1: me finish. Oh my God. Let me finish. So hardware studios that CEO is run by Dale Enich. He has produced, you know, the uh, Mech Scale Leopard in union and a monitor drop shuttle he goes he has a very detailed tutorial on the site about how to take out the 3d printed models how to take out the lines lightly spray with a spray paint and sand you're gonna have sand all the flat surfaces but you'll take out that ridge that happens in in 3d printing and they look a hundred percent better taking that extra step even though it is very time-consuming, um, that's the way to get rid of
3: what you're saying. Yeah. So. Well, kind of my thought on it is I, I really like the redesigns uh, simply because at least the, the Game of Armored Combat, which I have in my hand, but uh, also what I see on the Kickstarter is Uh, the more I get into the hobby side of it, the more I appreciate a well-designed mini to be painted, to be set up for the table. Um, So having those nice uh, armor panel lines and stuff to be able to highlight and dry brush and do all those things too. I'm seeing those with the tabletop redesigns, MechWarrior Online 3D prints. Well, they're made for the computer. They're not made, you know, they weren't made for the table so you know, i don't have a huge experience with the the mwo 3d prints but i always the ones that i see online i always feel like uh they they would take more work than it's worth to get it to the same point of like i could slap paint on this i could you know throw it on the table it'll look awesome i think that a lot of the mwo designs are cool
1: No, that wasn't for you to stop. Oh. That was saying goodnight to Tommy. That oh. was saying goodnight <laughs> to Tommy. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> it's all good. Um, but <laughs> but I think uh, you know, like looking at the Battle Master out of Game of Armored Combat right now, and I don't know why I haven't painted this yet, because it's gonna be a lot of fun. I don't know if I get the same thing out of the MWO stuff I see online.
1: You know, and that and that's something that I think people need to take into consideration that isn't necessarily always thought of is out of a 3d print to get a tabletop quality miniature when you start talking about other game systems and taking in consideration paint quality and all of that that a 3d print is a hell of a lot more work oh yeah to, to smooth out to get good quality paint on and not have the strata the of lines and whatever else bullshit that you're going to have in a 3D print. There's and- a lot of work involved in doing that when as a contractor right now in the computer industry, you have to look at what is my wage per hour and what does that translate to doing other things? And when you start looking at what a 3D print cost you to make, which is cents on the dollar, perhaps, the amount of time it takes to get that transition to a tabletop mini. Just if you quick. have that time of time, great. If you could do other things, maybe you're better off buying the
2: miniature. Yeah, I'm buying several of them. I just think they look cool. And you know, uh, yes, I agree. We should all give money to Catalyst to keep the game going. But uh, uh, there was a long time there where we weren't, we didn't even know if we we're gonna get new toys. So that's where the 3D printing took off. And so, yeah, I think uh, I think all of us are in general consensus that I think the new stuff coming out from Catalyst is way better. It's gonna look ten times. But I'm not gonna mock you for having a, a MechWarrior Online 3D print mech on the <laughs> on the board. But- do I'm we like, want to talk cool. about that for the 350? No, that's 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 just, just As casual. As a
0: collector. <clears throat> collector casual. Now, the 3D printing, I think, is definitely more geared towards other formats of, maybe I just want to print the cockpit head assembly and in a larger scale. That would be cool. Where you can make it a bobblehead, yeah. Make it a coffee cup, or you can make it something that sits on your desk that's painted in, like you know, like Yen Lo Wang cockpit.
2: Well, even like Matt, like you said, bunkers tokens, mm-hmm. um, those are feasible a lot more. Game all, all game accessories, yeah. yeah.
0: Game accessories galore.
2: Yeah, I think that's that's where the the market's going to go if for all those all those guys. They might keep it going i mean it's not like they were getting paid a ton of money i mean if they were then good for you guys but uh i think you know bunkers hill or uh, uh buildings um uh, maybe some alternate battle armor you know I understand where some of it's different, but battle armor is really tough to print in 3d print, but,
0: uh, those are the kind of things that we're going to still need yet that we yeah. not necessarily supplied our building vehicles, vehicles, holy
2: shit, vehicles.
0: Here's another thing. Um, the mods, like a gauze rifle slug mm. coming out of a gauze rifle, the laser line coming out
2: of your laser. Yeah. Or like, uh, an Omni mech, um, you know, the different different arms and stuff like that. There's Yes. The, that the, would be the, cool.
0: A, a pod cache of different arms, attachments, modifications
2: for yep. different weapon systems. And it sm- is a lot easier to, to, to deal with. And it's small enough that you might not notice the detail. Or it's small enough of a part that you can easily, like, make it look good. Yeah. And you put it right on, you know, the catalyst, you know. Warhawk or Timberwolf or something like that to make it look a little different. I think it adds; it, it gives a good outlet to, to for modification, which is what the three D printing is all about. So,
3: next question. Am <laughs> um, I am I still the mailman?
2: I pff, who knows? We're all the mailmen. We're just not claiming the kid. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Uh, well,
3: we have have uh, Matt Carper who sends in why Melvina Hazen.
0: Uh, so mark, why not?
3: Point, why not?
0: <laughs> my comment. My comment immediately when it came up was because every story has to have a psychopath.
3: Yeah. When,
0: when I when you start like I, I'm reading the the Bonfire Worlds currently, and when you I'm not going to give it away because <clears throat> there are a lot of people who don't want to give it away. When you start doing the scenes that she's doing to her own
2: soldiers, <laughs> it makes you wonder. You know, Matt, you might have just hit the nail on the head. Every good movie needs a fucking psychopath. Right.
4: And she makes a really good psychopath.
2: <laughs> you know, we,
0: we thought... Uh, That being said,
2: though, you
4: think the word word of Blake
0: was bad? This is kind of about on the same level.
2: Yeah, she's... she's. But,
1: but if you take a step back and try and put yourself in a clan mentality, much like what we had the conversation with Plain about, is we don't have the capability of putting ourselves in a clan society. And understanding what's going to be produced out of that.
0: Is that going to be like the movie, The Untouchables? Like, what are you prepared to do? Mm -hmm. It's very possible. It's very possible. All I'm
1: saying is... Go ahead, Dirk. She is a product of being the best. Dirk,
3: no, I've been thinking a lot about it since... Because with Blaine, we talked about a kind of surface level. And mm-hmm. I think it's kind of just that combination of the right culture, the right technology, the right doctrine, and somebody crazy enough to take advantage of it. If you look throughout history, you know, like because she wouldn't be nearly as scary if it wasn't for the, uh, uh oh, now the words escaping me—the Mongol doctrine. Oh yeah, which, which I, also... I
1: would I and I would challenge not. It's not that it's scary that it's, she took it to the logical level of being success, she had the balls to not have societal pressures say, well, that's not right, but to take things to the logical level of being successful mm-hmm. and screw logical, we are just going to apply the formula and reap the benefits. <laughs> that is that at the end of the day, that's clan. That's that that's a clan mindset.
2: Yeah. It's it's very no, it's, interesting to see the split between and it's always been there. Wolves,
3: and, right. wolves and Falcons. Uh, wolves, and
2: falcons. Uh, wolves and Falcons. Yes, you're Always yes. been wolves and falcons. Falcons are always a little here. Wolves are a little here. And they just wolves kind of went down. One path, and the Falcons just went fuck that. It's not working, mm-hmm. so we're just gonna go balls to the wall. We're gonna we're gonna either take it to the full clan ideology. No rules. Which, well Vienna hasn't has done? Yeah, it's yep. no rules. We're getting to Terra. There is one goal, and it's Terra. It doesn't matter how the the, the way the, the there's there's no. There is nothing
1: in how we get there other than the goal.
2: The ways outweigh
1: the means? Is that how it
0: goes? We'll deal... Ways and
1: means? Yeah, Yeah. that's fair.
0: The ends justify the means? Yeah, there you go. We'll deal with it and correct it once we get there.
3: We're the ill clan. (laughs) What are they going to do? Yeah, Yeah. no, because I mean, like, uh, because I was thinking, like I said, I have probably thought about this probably more than I should, but... (laughs) (laughs) but but like uh in in universe like in universe you have other examples of like uh when smoke jaguars hit edo bay yeah because they had the technology they had the leadership they had the desire the will to do it but the culture wasn't there the culture didn't support it so every all the other clans went no that's not okay we're gonna step back from that and they they punished them for it um and then. Uh, it, I was just reading in shattered fortress when uh, the uh, Dominion was going after the nova cats and so they had the leadership they had the the technology everything was there except the culture because then the the rassel hag half of things went no, we're not okay with genocide. that's yep. not like that's a clan thing that's not an Intersphere thing so then they had to step back.
1: yeah
3: Malvina is well, the, that perfect hats combination off, the, hats off to the leadership
1: of understanding. And it's only in the Ghost Bears where you would see that they had the understanding of taking the step back because they realized what that would do to the standing that they had with their population.
2: Right? Like it, it, it's in any in any character arc you need to have the bad guy, but I think with Melvanus, it's you can you can make a justification logically of mm-hmm. why she is the way she is. But it doesn't mean it's the right... It's it's right. So therefore, Ooh. she is the villain. Right. Well, the,
1: the I, I think, think, I think the you gamer, look at it, you have Alaric as the bad guy. And you have Malvina Hazen as the villain. Right? I mean, there's there's, there's almost two levels there yeah. of oh. bad guy, if you will. You have bad guy in Alaric, and you have extreme-ism in Malvina Hazen.
2: Yeah, it's... I mean if you're going to give a combination to it I guess it would be Riddler and the Joker. I mean the Riddler does things but there's a reason for it. The Joker's just like I just want to see the world burn, baby. Lesser to That's fair.
1: No, that's fair.
2: Um so I I, I think, this I think the story I think the storyline needs her. And I think she plays a critical point. It's 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 a, well the it's a, story
1: that she got there with her brother Alex and everything else it's it's a very very interesting and when you get the uh, when you've read all of it it's an encompassing it's an intriguing
2: story yeah one more and then we got to then we got to round it out it's it's getting on midnight so Ooh. It's pressure do we have one more.
3: Well we, have a, well, we have a few people asking about uh, force development. Are we just going to redirect them to uh, an hour 31 in the, uh, oh, the last video?
2: Um, in the 350? Yes. yes. Uh, Andrew, you remember what that time mark was?
1: One hour 35 minutes.
2: If you guys it's go when and we check started out... Do, one hour 35 minutes
1: is when we started doing after action report, which really got into thoughts, construction... Um, strategy, why we did what we did, what we were doing with our force, that kind of thing. So I I really thought that was the golden nugget of the whole thing.
0: In short, there's a lot of variables that you have to decide on your own before you start picking.
2: Yeah. And guys, if you just go to YouTube and you type in WNRP, the, the pound sign, one three, it's the first thing that pops up. So uh, hey. go... Hashtag Has. it's not a hashtag, it's a pound sign. God damn it, millennials. <laughs> it's a fucking pound sign. Ugh. Anyway, anyway, uh, so, I... so yes, one minute 35, uh, one hour, one hour, five minutes. minutes. Uh, we, we we did give a really good action. I mean, I would suggest watching the whole thing. Uh, maybe skip and watch the after action report and then go watch the match, maybe. That might not be a bad idea. So you can get our our thought. You can get Matt and uh, Matt and Andrew's thought processes on what they were doing, and then go watch it and see how their strategies play out. My
1: I understand why, why I was a bitch.
3: <laughs> and and in classic BattleTech form, two fistfuls of dice make all the difference.
2: Yes, they do. He literally had to roll all of his dice. Classic Alpha Strike, uh, three hundred and fifty rule. Breakage. You did not bring enough two d six to 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 roll. Yeah, you only brought five, but you had a mech that rolled a six, or you had a tank. I know, I know. <laughs> so anyway, and uh, take enough dice out of the box. I would, I would go back to that video. uh That gives a really good analysis of what the three hundred and fifty tournament format is.
1: So. That and there was a lot of information there about building your force and yeah kind of the approach that we've taken we we
2: will probably maybe maybe the end of december we'll do maybe like a, a gem episode where we all pick out a couple of good 350 mechs that maybe two, maybe, that maybe Dasher two four was a pretty tight mech second. i'm that sorry was a, that was a good was pretty uh, tight. <laughs> um and maybe maybe we'll just have a whole episode of how each of us create our 350 that might be interesting what our thought processes are about it and how uh, I, how we're gonna attack. I, I
1: gave mine. I gave mine in in the the, mm-hmm. the last YouTube that we did, but um, we can go over it again.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, and and may, maybe we'll just build one on the show. There you go. That works. would be, be, be kind of fun.
0: That'd be a good fifteen minute or.
2: Oh, that's that's probably. That's probably Yo, half an take hour. two hours of <laughs> argument
3: we're going to have. <laughs> that's right. anyway, it'll be horrible because it's a committee decision. So. Uh,
0: that was a quick one. We can do one more. There was, there was a couple parts to that question from David. Oh. Urban open terrain.
1: Oh, urban and, and urban terrain. versus
0: open terrain
2: terrain. Yeah. What do you prefer? I, ooh, that's a good question.
0: I like both. Um, if if i have two sides of the map in combination of urban and open it depends on what my loadout is and speed and maneuverability if i can use the terrain to my advantage against my opponent's disadvantage i'll use it whether, as, that,
1: whether that's my hat, my hat my hat is player and demo agent as a demo agent I do not want you to have terrain to hide behind because it takes the game longer to play. Speed. As a player, I want more terrain to hide behind because I get shot at less. (laughs) So that's the conundrum. And again, that's one of the things as a demo agent, you'll have to find a balance to. I'm going to
2: cop out and say both bitch <laughs> Why <is> it- <clears throat> <clears throat> i like sporadic little buildings and then some hills and some trees and then a lake and then some buildings and then some trees i like a full map that's that's what i i i love my medium and heavy fast max so that's that's what i really love to play with so dirks
3: yeah more of a uh i kind of want to say both as well just because uh, i like to play speed um, so open terrain, so that way I can get my uh, best modifiers. And then uh, I like the city because then my jumpers have total control. So yeah. I'm kind of, I mean, it's because I, I always look at, can it jump and how fast is it? That's my first criteria when I'm looking at max. So what I don't like is when it's like, oh, there's a lot of uh, like, mo- like light woods, just enough to slow oh. me down. <laughs> but I not enough to hide behind, so I, yeah. all I just get blown up.
1: But oh, but Dirks, by your statement, you're you are very jump heavy.
3: Generally,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, Tommy is too. Tommy is I,
5: too.
2: Okay. I do like the buildings, just if you play that like the next level up of rules where you can shoot the building underneath uh, out from underneath. Um, if I ever play in a city, I always spend usually one or two mechs around just shooting at buildings. <laughs> Just like if I don't have a shot, I'll shoot a building. Because I
1: was gonna say, if you've got a mech that doesn't have shots, then yes,
2: yeah. Take but a, if
1: you've got a mech that has shots, you're an idiot for not roll. Pro, I don't care if it's twelve.
2: Pro tip, guys: shoot buildings because they're gonna want to jump that light mech on top of a building and uh, roll the dice see if that baby crumbles. Because <laughs> <laughs> then it's super fun. I I have noticed that
0: when it comes to terrain features, I like a, and the map structure, I like a wider map than I do long because I like maneuvering on the flanks instead of worrying about distance and range. Yeah. Now,
1: so to that, then do you, are you happy with, or do you feel the map is big enough for the 350 being 36 by 42?
0: Of course not, because you can never be out of range for long.
1: Yeah. But there, that,
0: you're you're always but again
1: as an agent and as a person running a tournament well, I'm you not want speaking people to me. have to be able to shoot at
0: each other. I'm not talking as an agent. Yeah,
1: it's, I'm talking
0: as a as a gamer preference. Yeah. I'd like to have that that outskirt side avenue of approach where I can't be touched or seen or reached. So, Matt, would you? If I, if I had yeah. room
2: to run like 30 inches, I'd do it. Would you flip the map the other way and go 42 wide, 36 deep? That's worth a
0: try. Why not? I remember at uh, Gen Con, I had no no fear of turning all the maps over to nothing to take away terrain advantage
2: or just. Yeah, that was. The, you are that guy at Gen Con. You're like, oh, cool let's just flip this baby upside down and we have no, everybody
0: just like went (laughs) wide eyed. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm taking away the advantage. Uh,
2: We going to be doing a Duke out and you ain't going to get any partial cover. (laughs) Like, Uh, Oh, I do do remember seeing that. Slug it out
0: and shoot. And then, uh, the other question there was left over was, um, where can we reach you guys? In the future for beers and pretzels. Oh man. Oh. Right? Well, as
1: soon as Aaron decides that his life isn't so busy, then we can start talking about
2: that. Travel. Um like actual meetup. Gen, Gen Con. Con. Gen, Gen Con's always a solid. Like Gen, Gen will, Con,
1: we will all be You Gen will see Con, us at Gen. pretty much a guaranteed we'll be there.
2: We'll always um, be
0: Close to either the Iron Winds booth or the Catalyst booth or the gameplay
2: of Catalyst. Or...
1: I can pretty much call Origins is out because we go fishing.
2: Adepticon is an iffy?
1: Yep, but I think we should try and make that be not iffy. That's yeah. not a
2: far trip. Let's make, um, a plan. make a plan. I am going to try to make it down to the Las Vegas Open this January. Las it's Vegas. At the, it's at the end of january um it's a big mini gaming convention i don't know if if BattleTech is prevalent there but uh
1: this is the first i'm hearing of it Dick. well it's tell me I,
2: I don't know yet like oh, you're, X-Wing.
1: you're still you're still dabbling
0: in that x-wing thing uh, oh, got, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah wnrp it. scouts i'm scouted out
2: well i i, I, I know everybody that's going to be there so um
1: Here's here's the deal, guys. If you're going if if you've got a Midwest convention going on from Kansas City north, let us know. Call and if, if we can try and make it work, we will do what we can to make it work.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, and we're very Midwest based, so
1: yeah, well, very uh, all Midwest. Pretty much. Well, I take that. Dirks is where Dirks. Where are you at, Colorado? Yeah.
2: Yeah,
3: we're at Colorado? In the Springs. Spring. Oh, okay. I got tons of friends in the Springs. Everybody from the Midwest moves to the Springs. I'll have to
2: hook you up. I'll have to hook you. Do you know Dutch? <laughs> he lives <laughs> in the Springs. Yes. I'll, I'll, t- I'll have to hook you up with Dutch. I'll have to hook you up with Dutch. He's, he's good shit. Uh, oh, Carson, or not Carson, sorry, Asa. And uh, yeah, I'll hook you up with some people. All right. But, uh, but yeah, if you're like, in the Midwest bubble, uh, hit us up Facebook Messenger. I'm not giving out my telephone number. I made that Bad mistake.
1: Your wife, she gonna be on the show or not?
2: Made that mistake once, um, but uh, yeah, uh, we're we're pretty easy to get a hold of. Um, the Discord channel is on a link on our Facebook uh, group page. So if you, you please join the Discord channel, uh, there's a lot of discussion going on there. Um, the Facebook group page. Uh, you can message us direct. I think we give out our full names at the beginning of the show. So, yeah, not all of us. Not all of us. But uh, yeah, we're, we're pretty easy to get a hold of. I answer just about every messenger call that I get. So,
1: I do too.
3: Um, awesome. Good show, guys.
2: Woo. Shout outs. Shout outs. Dirks, got any shoutouts? Uh
3: just to Sarna.com for being the best wiki ever.
2: Yeah, we That's need some. Um, it is the best wiki.
4: Um
0: I'm gonna throw out two. I've got uh, Kevin Witt shouted to us with a couple images of five tiger painted clan aerospace fighter. Very cool. I did see those. Those, those, are,
2: those are sexy. What is that? of also, the
1: Bushido? I got a whole bunch of stickers from him.
2: It's good shit. I don't think so. And
0: also uh Miles mm-hmm. Healy started out with uh two episodes of his own skunk bear podcast.
2: Oh yeah. So yeah. We're, yeah.
0: we're gonna have fun giving a shout out to the Skunk Bear podcast.
2: Skunk Bear Podcast, check him out. Anything to help uh, Anything Captain, Miles Healy, or or sh- Captain Miles Healy, by the way. Captain Miles Healy. Um,
1: my two will go out to Mark Havner. Uh He is in the process of creating that unit roster. Uh, he has asked all of WNRP to, kick, uh, to give that thing a, uh, a kick and let him know any issues or anything that you have that, that come up with his application. Uh, and I also wanted to wish Nick Connor a happy birthday.
2: Oh, happy birthday, happy birthday Nick. Oh, fellow December, early December birthday person, huh? Yeah, he's, he's a fellow agent as
1: well. So, uh,
2: Well, I'm going to give a shout out to my co, co- guest host, get co get whatever, Andrew. It's his birthday on the 5th of Happy December. Birthday. Oh, it's Aaron's birthday on the 7th.
3: Happy 7th. birthday.
2: Yay. I'm going to go gamble <laughs> and eat steak. What are you doing,
4: Andrew?
1: Uh, just getting a fucking day older, and maybe getting a physical done. So, ooh, good times, buddy. Dude, that, that'll a... be the time that he tells me. Oh, by the way, it's time for that colonoscopy.
2: <laughs> time, time for you to bend over and grab your ankles, buddy. Don't go. It's don't get a
1: about that time.
2: Don't get a physical on your birthday. That sucks. <laughs> That's like the worst thing you could do on your birthday. It's the only time we could get off. Just another day older, man. Takes them a while to get off, so... Whoa. Anyway, uh, my shout-outs are going to go to everyone on the show tonight. Thank you for this awesome show. This was a good one. I want to thank all of our listeners because we are chugging up the download train guys thank you to everyone who's like sharing our uh, podcast link um, we've we've noticed everyone if you when you hear this I want you to go to Blaine Lee Pardo's Facebook page and inundate him with you're not at a thousand yet Blaine <laughs> I thought that one was gonna go through the roof but it's not it's like right there it's like so close. <laughs> uh, but man, you guys have like, we're getting so much good feedback and it's super awesome. It's, have we gained, have we gained any countries? I don't know if we gained any countries. We, uh, no, I bet we have. We have, well, I don't know. Countries are weird. We have,
1: we are currently at 335 members on the Facebook page.
2: Yeah. Ooh. So, uh, country wise, I think we're pretty spread out. We got, uh, listeners from ev- all across the globe. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, yeah, uh, follow us, link us, tweet us. Don't tweet us. We don't have a Twitter. I don't know how to do that.
1: <laughs> hey, the, the other thing, though, is I will say, uh, reach out to us. Let us know. If you're doing a podcast, if you're trying to do something within the community, whatever it is that you're trying to do, let us know. Uh, we'll we'll do everything we can to get you on the show to talk about the thing whatever it is that you're doing. Um, one of the reasons we started this was to promote the game of Battletech. I don't care if you surpass us. I don't care how cool you are, whatever. as long as it gets more people introduced to the game and doing what it is that we do, we are all about that. so.
2: I don't know how much cooler they're gonna be. I mean, we got Dirks on the show pretty much all the time. Oh, yeah.
1: We do have a Dirks, so it's it's gonna be difficult. It is gonna be difficult to surpass. So I I, I gave that out to the inferiors to say, Hey, you might have a chance, <laughs> but set we, the bar, a Dirks, set we have the a We have a Dirks,
2: so uh, you can
1: go try.
2: Yeah, we're open platform, guys. The more battles content, the better.
0: Yeah, the more diversified we are, and thus the the better the community is going to be. I think and so. We're always open minded. We're not we're not closed minded. We're not going to be stuck in the ways. It just right.
3: Everything and anything. As long as you're not word of Blake.
1: Word of Blake, go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's your <laughs> not there's your not family friendly show. They can go fuck themselves. <laughs>
2: Yep. For what they did to my planet. Because that two fucks put us right over the edge. We were, <laughs> we were okay with, like, the 60 that we said in, in the regular blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
1: Whenever a word of Blake comes up, and my dandruff gets up. So I'm, um, I apologize.
2: I do have to ask Matt a quick question. Uh, are you and Tommy still going to keep doing, like, the little tactical uh ponta Because, like... I can put those out now.
0: We are willing to do those as long as we can get um, the recording done. Yeah. Yeah. It, it takes really nothing
4: to do. Yeah, that. it really
2: doesn't. And if you just email that to me, then I can just pop it right up there. So if you guys were a fan of like Tommy's Tactics and Matt's, I don't in know. We're going to have to come fact, up with
0: some of that. In fact, I think one of the
2: recordings that I did was still there. Oh, it's is it? It's just never been edited or, or put up. Oh, it's still on the files the little thing. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to download that and just email it to me or something like that. So, but no. Well, um, otherwise, yeah. you could. Otherwise,
1: you could write up a document on how we do this so that we could, you know, do it easy. Train a trainer. Yeah. There you go. Train a trainer. Or
0: look, sir, you know,
2: more,
1: your your one life is gonna grow up again that. and not be able to do this. Jeez, one more thing, on I this Okay.
2: Um, I think that's it. contact information. Um, we are working on a new guest for next time. She, yeah, it, we, this, right kinda, this, time. This,
1: this came up really quick. So we were going to have Amy Delaney on the site, uh, on the show. She is, uh, the gal who has done the paint and takes for the last couple of years at Gen Con. Um, and they're getting ready for next Weekend, I believe is Pax Pax unplugged. unplugged and I just I didn't feel putting putting that extra pressure on her was right and we needed to get you know an, another episode out so okay. we will we'll do what we can uh, maybe we'll have two guests on the next one I don't <laughs> know it's the holidays I'm not making any promises but we're gonna try and do what we can um, I, I had a lot of folks c- commit to being on the show at GenCon this last year, so it's just trying to get schedules linked up and and get it done. So
2: it wasn't cool just stuff. plainly Lee Pardo. We have lots more of cool people. stuff
1: coming. <laughs> lots of cool stuff coming. It's just getting everybody synced up.
2: Cool. What's that? Oh, info. Andrew, are you going to be able to do the info?
1: <laughs> info? Well, we are on Facebook at uh, WNRP or Wolf's Radio Podcast. Uh, we are also at Podbean, Wolfnet Radio Podcast. You can send us an email at wnrp at um, Like you said, we don't have a Twitter account. We don't have an Instagram account. Don't
2: probably need things one.
1: We should think about maybe getting into the social media. That's all but, on you then. Cuz <laughs> I got all kinds of extra time. Sure. You saw my schedule for trying to get our freaking uh, challenge in. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Yeah. We're, we got to plug. We are working on dates on the uh WNRP uh Bondsman bet.
1: Bondsman.
2: So we I will suck. be
1: I suck at BattleTech.
2: <laughs> I suck at BattleTech Bondsman <laughs> bet. Uh we will be streaming those eventually, and we'll give you more than a one-day heads-up when that's going to happen. So, lots of giveaways, lots of stuff like that. Right, Matt? That's right.
0: Hopefully, we won't have to lose everything on it. it Maybe we'll shirt okay
2: t-shirt. That'd be bad. That would sucks. That'd be bad. We can't lose that. I
0: would I just want to play in the bar because <laughs> we still could go to coaches and bring our tables tabletop
2: gaming oh at gen con yeah yeah, yeah at gen con what was to, the bartender's name i'd have to talk to dan i don't know there
1: you go i'll talk to him dude seriously seriously we're also putting out on the facebook page while we're at gen con we're meeting at coaches at this time at this place we just have a WNRP party.
2: That'd be the WNRP party. That'd be a good time.
1: Good time. They're actually coming to Gen Con, right?
2: Uh, oh. I'm gonna try. That was Don't a try.
1: Was a there is
0: no try. There's only do.
2: <laughs> Baby Yoda says it must be so.
3: Are you looking at this year, or next year? Uh, Next year is probably a better possibility, but I don't want to ride anything off at this 20, point.
2: 2020, 2020. 20, <laughs> Tommy and I get an extra seat. If you can make am it, I, bring the,
1: I might bring the boy this year.
2: Oh, my ride. If he
1: gets good enough grades, I'm bringing the boy this year.
2: Oh, no, that's right. Tommy's driving the minivan this year. Yeah, so. we got plenty of room. We can take like. It's minivan, tractor. it's man van. He's driving the man van. The man. the man
1: of
0: war van. There
5: you go.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, I hope you enjoyed our show, listeners. It's all about community and you. So if you have any comments, concerns, contact us. Definitely tell us what you think. So have a pleasant evening and a good tomorrow. And we'll talk to you later. Oh. oh.
5: Yeah, there we go, finally. But But, Aaron, to that
1: point, you are absolutely correct. But, Aaron, to that point, you are absolutely correct. But, Aaron, to that point, you are absolutely correct.